Rental store rumble, two films enter, one film leaves. I am Rodney. This is Josh Classic. Say hi. Hi. This is uh, Zana. Hello. I don't. Zana doesn't need an need an extra thing because because no one else. Is no one else has named that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And there's Paul Horses. Is I that guess good? so. Paul Horses. <laughs> yes. So, and uh, tonight, Paul two-legged uh, horses. Yeah, two-legged horses. <laughs> And tonight we begin a two-part set. It's uh, two rumbles back-to-back. A Bakshi Bonanza! I've been pushing for this for a while. Yeah, Bakshi to Bakshi. Yes. (laughs) Ralph Bakshi is uh, very important to animation. And for the next two episodes, we will get to highlight some of his important work. So we will be giving... Thanks to some of the achievements, and we are starting with Wizards versus Fire and Ice. Get it? Because uh, it'll be November. It will be November. I mean, it's yeah. November right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. That. yeah. <laughs> so, first up, Wizards from 19, 1977, starring Bob Holt from Julius Caesar, the Lorax, and Gremlins. Just seeing Gremlins. The Gremlins. Oh, Jesse Wells from <laughs> Hey Good Looking, Newhart, and Fame, and David Proval from Mean Streets and UHF. Oh, who's he in UHF? Uh, he is that uh, crony that's Just... like broads don't belong in broadcasting. Oh, okay. that guy. All right. Uh, okay. Anyway. So, it is the story of Eleanor and the wizard Avatar on a journey to face his twin brother, the evil Black Wolf, using a dark power from the past to corrupt and take over the land. Avatar and Eleanor must team up with the other fairy and fey creatures not yet corrupted by Black Wolf's power and save the world from apocalypse once again. The film was made cheaply and quickly for $2 million and it's Box office was nine million dollars. Hmm. It sits at only sixty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. People don't appreciate fine art these days. <laughs> no. Still higher than I would have expected. Yeah, seven million yeah. actually bucks. Yeah, it made a ton <laughs> of money on like home video yeah. and through rentals and stuff. So yeah, that makes sense. Definitely feels like one that was a hit later on. Yeah, in fact, uh, Wizards longevity gave way to fox funding um fire and ice oh That's, oh okay wizards is the reason fire and ice exists essentially hmm. and, okay uh, now disney owns it so oh really <laughs> enjoy that. oh that's right <laughs> oh boy 
Enjoy that. So you can know, you go on so Disney that, Plus. And watch so does Fire that mean uh, next we are watching the the Disney classic Fire and Ice? Then yeah, we are watching the Disney classic Fire and Ice next. But this time we're talking about a different Disney princess because we're talking about Princess Eleanor. That is true. Yeah, she's a Disney princess. Now she is technically. Okay. Yep, because Disney has to you know, own everything. Belle, Eleanor, Leia. All the classic Disney princesses. Yep. And later Tigra. Because oh, that will God. be fire and ice. Yep. Because <laughs> she's also a princess. Man, Disney princesses get more and more cool. And that is true. Like they're less and less close. <laughs> where Where is this Disney princess doll line? Oh my gosh, the Eleanor princess doll. <laughs> oh man. Yes. I love the idea. That needs to happen. So we've been talking about wizards off and on pretty much through the history of the podcast at this point, right? I think yeah. so. So um, should we should we discuss the film's story and uh, talk about how the gun is good? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Though in this future, we don't for sure yet know if the penis is evil. Yeah. They seem to be okay with it. They seem to be, yeah, they seem to be like, well, we're neutral on that. Avatar and all the fairies and stuff. Yeah, no need for pants. (laughs) Yeah, but after about a thousand years of getting banged by Avatar, maybe Eleanor decided the penis is evil. I don't know. That could be. In his (laughs) dong tower. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that does sound pretty terrible. (laughs) Yeah. You're doomed to an eternity of being banged by Avatar in his dong tower. I don't know. Avatar seems like with the way he uses magic, he could get real creative. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably really good in bed because of his magic. He's like Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is a weird Just picture him like rolling up the sleeves. All right, I'm going to whip out some real good magic this time. I haven't performed magic in a little while. (laughs) Let me just show you you a trick I have picked up. And he just pulls out a delta. (laughs) 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 Or he like... (laughs) Ah, that's some fantastic (laughs) foreshadowing there. (laughs) Anyway... Ah, what do you guys think of this movie? Uh, it, it's a little bit different than I remember, but I remember a lot of the rotoscope and I didn't remember how much was in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's so iconic with Bakshi. Yeah, probably so. not as much as his Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, there's certainly less rotoscoping than the Lord of the Rings adaptation, but that's because he spends a lot of time on, like, the mass battles and stuff in Lord Mm -hmm. of the Rings. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. And that always seemed kind of weird to me for his adaptation because it feels like they also brush over them in the books. But we're not talking about that. (laughs) Maybe someday when we talk about Bakshi's Lord of the Rings, which we keep threatening to do. No, we're we're talking about the war two million years ago between magic and technology, apparently. Uh, Two million years from now. Two million years from now. Well, yeah, after our imminent apocalypse. But mm-hmm. this is what will happen. Before, <laughs> before, like, I don't know, Zardoz? I maybe? guess pre Zardoz, yeah. Oh, that's a hard one to pick. Zardoz probably somewhere in between. Uh, could be. I think so. I think this one takes place after Zardoz. Like, I think after Zardoz, Wizards happens. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I feel like Wizards might happen first because then. 
Zardoz will happen, which creates it is, Dune. It is true. Uh, it's like, okay, you get two million years. That's a lot of a window to see where it shifts. Yeah, two million years plus, plus 3,000 plus, plus another 5,000. 5, so... Yeah, yeah this, this must give birth to the idea that the gun is good. So, Oh, that could be. So in the apocalypse... You know, the apocalypse happens after after the pox eclipse of Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> the fairies, like millions of years later, fairies and fae creatures just sort of pop out of the ground. Okay, I do love their, their movie. I have to talk about when they're explaining the war and it's like, and the world was destroyed in nuclear fire and they have the picture of the earth and then there's just the explosion. Yep. And it's yeah. like, boom, like, oh. Okay, Destroy then. the planet. <laughs> I really thought at first, like, the planet actually exploded. Just, well, that's yeah. kind of the way that's of it looked, like, yeah. oh. Like, and, there are, and then it was just going to be like, and we watched this from our planet, which was also on the verge of extinction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just a separate apocalypse. Oh, man, let's not do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfortunately, the world did not watch Wizards enough times to learn nah, from that's true. our future mistakes. So... The apocalypse happens and the fey creatures all jump out being like, oh, right. Now we don't have to deal with these pesky humans that ruined the world. It's true. Except half of it's irradiated. Yeah, Yeah, but that's where the humans live. So they get all mutanty. Yeah, the the elves and fairies, they don't seem to mind so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, humans had their run and then we blew it all up. And Mm -hmm. so they're like, well, they screwed it up. I guess it's ours again. Yeah. (laughs) So... After the apocalypse, the magic folk, they, they take over and then they start hanging out and having parties. And there's this girl named Delia and she just hangs out and she, I don't know, one day she leaves a party in a daze and then she uh, gives birth to two wizards, I guess. Yep. Yeah, I was confused. <laughs> I was like, Who's the well, there was like a black cloud that arrived and it drew her like a trance into her home where she had two kids, apparently. Yep, and so then there's a one that's like, you know, really charismatic, rolled very high on his charisma score, mm-hmm. and then there's one who like rolled really low on his charisma score, mm-hmm. and he's all like evil, and he looks like some kind of like a bone creature. Yeah, he's weird. Arms don't have muscles; they're just bones in the middle. So I... naturally, they call him Black Wolf because mm-hmm. that'll help the kid's ego a little bit. Well, at the very end, he did say something about, "I'm glad you changed your name." So yes. it, it's Im- name. it's implied that he chose his name. Maybe yes. he's called something else. And well, he said your like last Black. name, so I don't know what the hell their last name. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. With Bakshi, it could mean anything. That's yeah. very true. I mean, Black Wolf could be his chosen last name. Yeah, or it could just be his first name and his, his last name last changed name to Bakshi, like, Black Wolf Bakshi. Yeah, Black Wolf Bakshi <laughs> and Avatar Bakshi. <laughs> so, I guess that makes sense anywho. how she had the kids. Ralph Bakshi was the father. Yeah, or maybe it's Dark Wolf Mario and Avatar Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Another movie we, are, we keep threatening to watch. So, anyway... These uh these wizard guys they they, they have a wizard up. duel because because mom dies and Black Wolf isn't all that upset about it so Avatar He's gets thrilled because now he mm-hmm. gets the power and to rule the land yeah so they have a wizard duel with swords and they, 
Um, Avatar defeats him and he retreats into the land of Scorch. Yeah. So 3,000 <laughs> years later, the movie starts. Yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, Scorch and is a pretty interesting. I was about to say, like this, uh, this movie plays with time in the same way that the Dune books do. Like, okay, fast forward a few thousand years. Yep. Now the world is ruled by a penis demon god. <laughs> and everyone adheres to his whims. Is what? it this or Dune? That's Dune. Okay. Um, that's Maybe just... Wizards too. We don't know yeah. yet. <laughs> Actually, it is the future of Wizards. If if Zardoz is the that, oh, that's future a good point. of Wizards, then mm. Dune is also the future of Wizards. It's getting complicated. So the Thunderdome must happen right after the apocalypse. Yeah, Thunder Thunderdome happens right after the apocalypse. Yeah, everybody was. They were just starting to mutate. They were. Yeah. Irradiated, exactly. irradiated water was a thing, but you know. Yeah, because we magic were informed. creatures haven't come out yet. We were informed by Tina Turner that we don't need another hero. So we, from that point on, we don't really get heroes. At least until people stop paying attention to Tina Turner, at which point we get heroes in Dune. And then they actually turn out to be false gods. So, exactly. anyway. <laughs> complicated. But... <laughs> Oh, and we get our, our first thing that really makes us question the rating of this movie. I because... have a lot of these. Oh, yeah. PG movie, by the way. Family oh, film. Oh, yes, but uh, mm -hmm. Black Wolf sends out his three assassins to kill heads of state, and we pass a Some trio of fairy prostitutes. Yeah. So these are, they're in Scorch, so they're not like the normal fairies. Does this mean they're the bad ones, or they're like slightly mutated, maybe? I don't think really any of the fairies are good or bad. I think the corruption of black wolf makes people bad so just that they live in the area so they turn to prostitution yeah <laughs> something like yeah. that very prostitute gotta make PG. money somehow <laughs> hey it makes sense so the he sends out this like red robot who passes the fairy hookers and then a ghost dinosaur also yeah, ghost. For some ghost reason, ghost I don't know. I, I put scared ghost dinosaur. I didn't, we didn't get an explanation as to what it was. Because we find out the the robot Necron ninety nine is sent out to kill anyone that believes in magic, I guess, <laughs> or puts faith in it, or something like that. You really don't get a lot of explanation for anything in this movie, including the plot. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's just like he just sends him out like, I ah, go kill some fairies, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like whatever Black Wolf is doing, we're sort of left out of the loop with that, except that he wants to create all out war with his propaganda. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> but Although we do get that really uh, dark part where we're like watching Necron wander and there's the the group of the elves and there's like the old one like reading the story to him oh, about like millions yeah. of years ago humans blew up the world and it was bad and then this guy shows up and starts opening fire on the elves <laughs> yeah yeah there's quite the montage of just murdering anybody like doing magic or talking about history or whatever just just straight up murder yeah yeah it's pretty cool so then this elf guy fights this uh necron 99 and uh i don't know they both flee <laughs> well he, he, he so he shoots him his horse which yeah I, I know we were very disturbed by horses apparently lost two legs sometime yeah. in the last two million years they're two-legged have big bellies and look super sad all the time they look yeah like the grinch's dog max just these horses are so depressed 
They are depressed. <laughs> yeah, but Weehawk manages to shoot Necron's horse in the eye. Yeah. But don't worry, he's fine. Yeah, I was confused about that because it looked really dead. <laughs> well, even in the animation, you can see it go in the eye and come the... out oh, yeah, some that's side true. of the head. Like, oh, well, Maybe he the Necron it. line of cyborgs is equipped with like necromancy based stuff. It could Maybe be. The horse I mean, they is are. A cyborg. Black wolf. That horse could be a cyborg. Agents. Too. Yeah. Maybe it's like those aliens in like Star Trek at the prison colony where they don't keep all of their organs in the same place. That elf had exactly. a friend elf there too that was killed by the robot. Oh yeah, he just hit straight up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like immediately. <laughs> yeah. So... Well to be fair, he was he was the one being like, Come on, let's just ride home and yeah. Hawk's like, no, no, no something's not wait. right. The good assassin doesn't just make themselves known, which is true. Yes. So we get a our first introduction to Avatar, who lives in a penis tower. (laughs) (laughs) There's no other way to explain it. And he hangs out with an almost not clothed at all fairy girl (laughs) Mm -hmm. called Eleanor. And they're talking to a mask clown clown mask guy. But he's apparently like a mayor or something. He's the president. President? Yeah. Yeah, he's the president. And they're talking about some sort of delegates that didn't show up. Well, we're talking about how Avatar sent out a bunch of elves to find out what Black Hawk is doing, which was Black where Hawk. Weehawk... Black Wolf. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm thinking Weehawk is the only survivor to yeah. come back. Yeah. So... Is the mask guy supposed to be her father? I thought so, with the way she reacts. No, because she says no? goodbye to her father later. Oh, then... Well, she liked the president. Yeah, yeah she cause... liked the president. She said goodbye to her father? Yeah. But wait, didn't she at some point say, Father, I'll avenge you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> That's what made me think that this guy All right, was put the movie back on. We got to watch it again. Yeah, apparently we got to watch the movie again. <laughs> There's just so much crazy going on. It's kind of hard to pay attention oh, yeah. to the finer details if you don't watch this movie just over and over. Or if yeah. you happen to miss a brief line. Yeah, if it's been a little while, most of the time you're going like, wow, Eleanor's got boobs and nipples. Yeah. Like most of the time. <laughs> my thing was my first note with her. I, I don't think like, at okay. any point she does not have RT going. Scantily entire... clad nipple fairy goddess was my <laughs> note for her. Yeah, so in any case, uh, <laughs> she's apparently half fairy. I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. But <laughs> she's studying with Avatar so that she can get her full fairy magic. I, I guess. think so. Yeah. So the narration cuts through as Avatar tells about just who the hell Black Wolf is and how he created a giant army by enslaving them and using his evil powers to manipulate them, I suppose. And uh, we see... But it's also a super inept army that cannot win, basically. Yeah, and then we see some of his bright and brilliant soldiers... And yep. uh, one of them is lying down, so the other one uh, begins to yell many obscenities. Ah, uh, yes. Because they've killed Fritz! Fritz. They killed Fritz! They killed Fritz, ah, Fritz you yellow fairies! Ah. <laughs> yeah. No, oh. no, Fritz is fine. Oh my yeah. god, this is such a Bakshi comedy beat, yeah. too, because Fritz gets... No, I'm 
I'm fine, man. Yeah, yeah I'm doing, I'm hey, doing okay. What are you yelling at? I'm okay. Settle down. <laughs> oh, he's stepping he's like, on my lines. Oh, yeah. he's stepping on my lines and in a huff, tucks his arms and then shoots Fritz himself. Yep. And then he, you know, after he's oh, done throwing a fit. Yellow fairy bastard. Yeah, blame them again for him shooting Fritz. Yeah. He just starts shooting everywhere. Fritz is played by Ralph Bakshi, by the way. Nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome. So, funny stuff. And they put that in because uh, our crumb himself hated the Fritz the Cat adaptation. And oh. uh, for that reason, he killed Fritz off in the comics and said he'd never do another Fritz thing. And I do so remember that. Bakshi like, wrote that in because he's like, they killed <laughs> Fritz. Oh. So that's... <laughs> What the reference that is all cat. about, even okay. though it really has no bearing it, it on it. It is no. just a, a just two random soldiers joke their thing, for yeah. the fact that Fritz yeah. the Cat, the movie, ended comics for it. Yeah, they hated you know, it. all the family, you know, the kids, they, they know about Fritz the Cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if their local video store carried it. Family film. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I just gotta say, we've watched a lot of family films on this uh, show. Oh, well, speaking of family films, then we we do get to immediately go to Black Wolf's sanctuary, where we see just giant across the floor an enormous swastika on the ground. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wow, that's, uh, whoo! That's subtle, dude. (laughs) Subtle. I I think he might have certain ideas in mind. Yeah, because, uh... The, the president is shot by um, Necron, Necron 99, at which point they stop oh, yeah. Necron 99 and they begin reprogramming him. Yeah, she goes, that's where Eleanor goes nuts. That's what we thought it was her dad, the president that he killed. Because she's like, ah, and like sitting there just tearing at him and like yeah. screaming for like two minutes or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. Like even as it cuts away, you still hear her screaming. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, because of that, we go to... You know, yeah, that, then we go to place. Scorch and Black Wolves giant, <laughs> giant swastika sanctuary. Yeah, and he reveals that his one of his like he reveals his army. You get to see his army and his crazy weapons he's going to use to help protect them. Oh, yes, because he. Well, because he's been searching for the old world technology for that's yeah, because he could never years. win, right? So he sent yeah. everyone to like excavate old technology. But he finally found what he needed. Oh yeah, a film projector. I mean, they yeah. do have like tanks and stuff too, which seem pretty good <laughs> compared yeah. to the elves, yeah, well, like arrows and swords. Yeah, but they really comment that their the issue is that the. They Demons and the mules, they're like, why Why do we want yeah, to fight elves? No... Yeah. So, like, he can send them out and then they get distracted or just lose interest in fighting. Yeah, like, actually just distracted. It showed, like... A frog jumping yeah, a frog past day. and they, like, abort attacking to go chase Let's the frog. Let's go chase a frog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes so the he... mutants and goblins seem not that bad. Yeah, so the propaganda hypes them up. Yeah, they, they need it. They, they need something to drive them. Yep, so we are going to play a Third Reich propaganda movie to motivate the troops. Yeah, it's oh. pretty interesting. Pretty crazy to see the first time, because, well, you do see the swastika beforehand, and you're like, what the hell is that about? And then that happens, like, oh, okay, just full-on Hitler footage. Yeah. Okay. 
that's an important part of very important part of the movie i mean it's It's pretty pretty interesting it's like the only found footage they have is this insane you know world war ii propaganda that's very very pro nazis and so like the villain builds his entire empire off of this video that he found later like the goblins and mutants even like refer to him as like the Fuhrer's doing this the Fuhrer like that's what they yeah. call black wolf and, well and it's interesting because as you watch like you'll see the goblin troops they'll have like you know the red Nazi oh, yeah. armbands arm and stuff it's crazy yeah well I think a lot of this footage has been backed up in various libraries quite a few times so oh, if yeah. you're gonna like run across this there's a pretty likely chance that it's you know it's this movie. Oh, th- if like, you're going to find anything that has been... Historical documents. Oh, yeah. If you're going to find anything that's historical and have been reproduced a lot, it's going to be World War II stuff. I mean, is that or Star Wars, really? That's true. <laughs> but it's... I don't know. That could have been fun. He finds Star Wars, and then his goal is he's trying to construct a lightsaber. Yeah. Well, Mark <laughs> Hamill is in this movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but... He's he's got some uh, enslaved naked fairies to work his propaganda machine. Oh yeah, yeah. They like crank the. Pro- it's like a crank projector. Yeah, one of the. Well, I think that's just a electric motor. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's connected, and yeah. So he makes the fairies run it. Yeah, the fairies turn the electric motor, and then the projector goes. And he has to use like magic or something because. When he projects this thing, it's like across the entire battlefield yeah, sky. Just yeah. in the sky, you can just see. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, 5,000 years, I mean, you'd probably come up with a lot of weird magic stuff to do. Mm-hmm. So speaking of fairy boobs, we get to see the uh, fairies at the trenches. Oh, yes. Because they're preparing to deal with an attack from Black Wolf's army, which actually mirrors... Uh, a, the trench warfare yeah, of well, World War One, specifically a like a super early battle in World War Two. It's like the exact placement. It's hard to explain. But. Oh, I, I know what you're talking. Well, because a lot of countries that Hitler rolled over was were prepared for trench warfare. Yeah, it's not which what they got. Didn't work <laughs> when the other side is not prepared for trench warfare. But in any case. We meet a young fairy warrior called Peewittle. Oh, okay. yeah. And he's hanging out with an old guy who has a pipe. His, <laughs> his pipe he's smoking is just like a naked woman. The part yep. that you put your mouth on would be her feet, I guess. And then the pipe part where it comes out is her, where you stuff the tobacco or whatever he's smoking. Yeah. yeah. It would be the top of her head. Yeah. And of course it has breasts because got to mm-hmm. yeah everything Back has to... to have boobs yeah i missed one of the earlier parts i just i wrote it down because i'm like topless dragonfly rider there's like a little fairy riding oh, off a yeah, dragonfly yeah. she was topless but like yep. yeah <laughs> pg movie family movie yeah no, but he, so... yeah he's the one that makes the comment of oh the demons look scary but they're really a bunch of wimps and they just run away from a fight right boys yeah, yeah. that was true Yes, and then the funky war ensues. Yeah, the war oh, yeah, of the funk. music. War with funk. So, some kind of funkadelic thing is going on. Yeah, but this is where we see like the art, the you know Nazi demon goblin army runs. The sky is the projector, and it like stuns the elves too. Yeah, like I yeah, guess they're it, just afraid of it. It shocks them because of the horrors of it. Oh, the horrors yeah. of war, and like, what the hell is what the, this? What, what are we well, watching? It's being projected 
everywhere. everywhere. Like so it's like, not just like a screen. It's like yeah. in the sky and everything. It's, it's huge. It's this world's version of the Eye of Sauron. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering if it was like a almost with his magic turned it more like a holographic projector, so it looks like those things are happening around them. That could be. Yeah. And that's why the elves are all like, Oh, what the hell is this? There are bombs. We don't even know what bombs are, but they're now. But they're here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they so, do know, at least in reference do. to the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. So the armies of Dr. Funkenstein succeed, and then we go back to Avatar and Eleanor okay. just hanging out. I, I do have a note about the PTSD elf during this, though, because we oh, get that yeah. scene where there's like one elf in oh. the trench, like freaking out from shell shock as like everyone around him is just blown to pieces and murdered. Yeah, it's a pretty cool scene. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. And the naked pipe falls at his feet. Yep. Yeah. That's how we know the old guy died. It's pretty disturbing. Agreed. But, but the nakedness won't stop there because back in uh, <laughs> yeah. Avatar's bed, his headboard has uh, pretty detailed naked women carved into the headboard. Yep. <laughs> he does that so he can go to bed with naked women yeah. every night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at Tower Erectus in the naked bed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this okay. I love this because of the f I love Avatar actually during this because he's like, oh, okay. Well, I figured out by looking at uh, you know the cyborg's brain what he's doing. He has this machine and it's going to help him win. And then he just climbs into bed to go to sleep. <laughs> and they're like, like well, we Avatar, we need to stop him. He's like, ah, eh, wake me up when the planet's destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, whatever. Too old for this crap. I'm like 8,000 years old. Yeah. That is too old. So, I agree. Um, Eleanor's, what you can only describe as Eleanor's sexy boob posing makes, yeah. <laughs> makes Avatar get Spring out of Spring into bed. action. Yeah. <laughs> and so... They decide even, to even two million eight thousand years in the future, and it's still like, well, how do you motivate a guy? Ah, promise him boobs. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, there's Woo! boobs. I guess I better get up. <laughs> boobs. Like hers are uh, not hard and wooden like these ones above my head. <laughs> I mean, these are still nice, but <laughs> just takes too much effort to use magic to make them jiggle. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the way you. Uh... It's the way you get a guy to do people. anything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> boobs. Okay. Okay. Guess I better get up. All right. I'll <laughs> go on the damn quest, I guess. <laughs> guess I'll save the earth then. Yeah. But I get to touch your boobs when we're done. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> the cartoon Link's entire motivation, really. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they reprogram peace. Yes, Necron 99 shall yes. be known as peace now. In the hopes that it will create peace, as he ah. says. Yep. And then they, uh, they're like, yeah, this, uh, this guy's going to lead us to Dark Wolf's lair. And now let's go on a journey, basically, with yep. uh, Weehawk, Eleanor, Avatar, and the new robot, Peace. Yep. And then uh, Avatar asks her to sing a song. Yep. So we get the theme song. <laughs> the song from Wizards. Yes. Only time will tell. Oh, that's what it's called. Okay. <laughs> Weehawk's like, hey, that's the song. We're like, oh, what do you mean? 
You know, the song from the movie, the movie Wizards. <laughs> and this pans over the montage of still drawings, right? Yep. Their yes. travel montage. Yep, where they get, we get to see the some of the weird places they end up going. Oh, and there's that woman nursing a child and the little kids like, Hey, can't we just win the wars? Like, no, we can't win because they have weapons and technology. We only have I love. love. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and this is, this is where we cut to the the, yeah, like, the the two guys going to the priest yeah, to get, figure out because they're like, the why do we need to go to the priest? I don't know. Because Black Wolf need... just said you gotta talk to the priest because you, you gotta need... have God on your side. Yeah. This was a and this really was them trying to figure thing. out what to do with like the prisoners of war. Is that the deal? basically they were gonna go to the priest and be like, okay, hey, well we got prisoners, like you gotta take care of them. Yeah. But these priests like, no, are... It, uh, it's sundown, we have to pray, and so... Pretty useless. So an extremely but, horrifying stereotype happens for a lengthy period of time. Yeah. Several horrifying stereotypes. Yeah, yeah Bagshi is not one to shy away from... Uh, not not uh, taking religion seriously, and also a little bit of the uh, anti-Semitism kind of shines well very many races get made fun of to be fair to ralph bakshi no race is safe all of them are treated equally that is true but this is just yeah it's just a bizarre sequence they're praying especially like the part at some point they like start spanking each other like pull their yeah shirts up i guess and stick their asses out and they're like smacking each other with wooden boards I'm like what the hell is happening i don't know part of me is like i don't know religion gets weird and it changes all the time so so who two million, two million years, this could be like and eight thousand more on top of it exactly like <laughs> this could just be what the mutated love child of every religion exactly. that's left. Yeah, I mean, considering Jeez. some of the weird stuff that some religions do now, like, let's say Scientology, for example, don't come after me, Scientology, but like, you know, all these weird yeah. Masonic rituals that churches do now yeah like, well it's like two you have million like, years later they're yeah, like, watering each other and you stuff. know the, yeah the watering each other the, we, the weird culty stuff from scientology the masonry stuff in like mormonism yeah the three million forms of christianity that all has their weird takes on how to do things the right way well, and if you don't then it doesn't work right yeah i have the main issue with this is uh the same thing that the soldiers had it's like okay You've been doing this for five, five hours. Yeah, That's enough time. It's like, Jesus, we're like five hours already. <laughs> well, I think they even tell him, like, okay, so make up your mind. And they just keep doing their weird thing. They're like, okay, okay. And he leans out the window. Okay, time to go with plan, plan A. a. Yeah, this confused so me so much. So they started with plan one, one? maybe? <laughs> well, maybe it was that they came up with multiple plans. The first plan was murder all of the survivors. Yeah. And the second plan was to blow up the building. The third plan was to talk to them. So like, okay, we'll try talking to them. Yeah, I just Boy. like that there's, you know, there's plan A. It's presumably they were trying. I don't know. I can only assume it's plan one. It's like cheap trick logic. Like yeah. The first cheap trick album has side A and side one. Okay. <laughs> so, there you go. But then they go with plan B, which seems to be their third plan, which is blowing up. Well, well, it's great because you go from like plan A, which is like, oh, execute they just the execute the survivors, he, yeah, which is like, prrr. oh, that's a horrifying war crime. And like, okay, now plan B. 
the one guy hits the like dynamite plunger and just blows up the building the two yeah. guys that said to do plan b are standing in yeah because after we watched it like wait they were still in there yeah <laughs> like, oh well it was confusing they, they're not smart and i wonder no. if like as like, the guy drops the... the plunger it's like wait a minute we are in the building. The dumber of the two was like just Bullwinkle Moose, basically like, "Oh, what are we doing?" Yeah, like, like, like Barney from the Flintstones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What are we more, doing? More like Bullwinkle, but yes. Some good uh, stuff. Yeah. So after the priests do their praying, uh, we learn that Black Wolf bangs a dark elf chick because yeah, that's, yep. that's technically every man's dream. So mm -hmm. I don't know, but. He has made her pregnant, and he's hoping for... A son. Yes, a son. But a, it needs to be a human, a, not a mutant. Yeah, a non-mutant son, just like Immortan Joe. Yep. Yeah, he wants a baby brother. Well, he does, He has to work his way up to the perfect baby brother. He yeah. needs one child to start, at least. So the first one's Rictus. And yeah. Then Rictus will have to get mad about the baby later yeah, yeah. <laughs> i guess yeah, well, yeah. like a morton joe he's like you know he wants a perfect baby it's like okay mr skeleton arms yeah <laughs> like, well, it's not gonna be the dark elf woman's fault it's gonna be yours yeah. if something's wrong with it you're a horrible monster creature what do you expect from the child yeah well and it's it gets real dark here too if you think about it because you ask like the wise men like will the boy be will the child be a mutant or a human they're like a mutant is what the chart says he goes, yeah. oh, the next one won't be. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of the same logic that Morgana has when she, like, bangs Arthur in Arthurian legend. She's like, well, I know that my brother is not a freakish mutant, so he can give me a child. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> well, and, well, the thing is, is, like, the queen reacts like, no, don't kill the child. It's not his fault. Yeah. So it's like, oh, shit, there's. Like, these guys have been around for, like, thousands of years. There's a good chance he has, like, tens of thousands of dead, dead babies, children that's yeah. like, nope, didn't turn out right. Nope, didn't turn out right. Throw it's it in too the pile. ugly. Throw it in the pile. <laughs> this might just be the, the latest of the harem, because I'm assuming that whenever he is dissatisfied with the baby, kills it, she's upset, and he has to kill her, too. Yeah, or he might just kill them both just to yeah. be like, well, you didn't do it right. The piles of fetuses just keep making Shakey's pizzas. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> after we learn about Black Wolf's uh, nightly desires, we get fairies toying with Avatar and all that <laughs> stuff. So, these fairies show up and they they pull a lot of weird pranks with magic. Yeah. Yeah, they do, like, annoying things. They, like, float two of them up into the, the trees. trees with their horses and all. They're just like pulling on Weehawk's hair and stuff. Yeah, and he, he, I like how he doesn't want to take any fairy shit. He pulls his sword out and he's just trying to kill them. <laughs> yeah. And then one of them comes out and it's turned into like a giant pink mouse. Yeah, it's like a rodent of unusual yeah. yes. size. <laughs> um, and but eventually Avatar gets, gets pissed and he yeah. starts using magic and summoning storms and things. We get lots of fairy nudity here. I yep. mean, practically every fairy is naked. Yeah, That's almost true. all of them. With There's... the exception of the one that loses its pants. And then that is true. He's bashful. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. It's like, weird that there's one of them out there like, oh, no. Everyone else is like, eh, whatever. He's one of those never nudes. 
Apparently. Yeah. Never nude fairy 30. But, uh, Literally dozens of them. Didn't manage to get his cutoffs on. Yeah. <laughs> there were dozens of us. Dozens. But, uh, but then we get to meet uh, Faye Skywalker. I'll never understand more than you'll never or know. No. Um, <laughs> so the, the, after that, yes, we get the whole thing where they're hanging out with fairies that transport them to another location. Well, so there's the one, the one guy that's voiced by Mark Hamill and he like raises a wand and then there's, they're like in an area and there's like a picnic and everything set up. It's like, uh, we're, we're sorry. We're sorry. Here's some food and stuff since we annoyed the hell out of you. Yep. And they're like, oh, it's okay. And then an assassin kills him right away. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. It's pretty weird. What if Luke Skywalker got killed like five minutes into Star Wars? Uh, that would kind of suck, I guess. I mean, <laughs> it definitely changed the narrative. Yeah, we wouldn't. I don't think we'd have Mark Hamill the way Mark we have Mark Hamill now. Although he might have still been in body bags, you know. Oh, yeah. Could be. So, <laughs> More importantly, would he still be the Joker? Uh, I don't know. That's the real important question. A good question. <laughs> Might have been harder to get without that Star Wars clout. Ah. Or maybe he said, hey, I've been in cartoons before. Check out Wizards. And like, okay, we'll cast you <laughs> as perfect. the Joker. <laughs> that <laughs> because makes of, no sense. <laughs> because he was a fairy for like two minutes in this movie. Yeah, he has yeah. two lines of dialogue as a fairy. <laughs> Shots. Uh, like his part is short enough I don't think he actually would have had to register with a actor's any sort of union. union yeah yeah I think you're like an under two <laughs> so anyway the fairies think that Avatar and crew had assassins so they they whisk Eleanor yeah. away she's teleported away with her arms like inside of like cement blocks or like stone blocks somehow yes yeah because that happened like what when did that happen? How was she there? And you're like, it happened just well, now. I'm like, but well, it, if if you watch, it looks like the that's kind of like the fairies' big magic is well, they yeah. can they're, they can teleport people like and they do that later. Like, oh, okay, I guess I'll accept it now. But yeah, at the time it was at the confusing. time you're just like, wait, what? What the hell happened? Because like it just cuts to her and she's just like trapped and just screaming. Yeah, her arms are trapped. Yeah, kind of like well, it reminds me of, like King Kong thing, like having the woman. Except she's way bigger than all of them because they're like little fairy yeah. pixie things. So it is like King Kong. Except she's the Kong, I guess. Yeah. Queen Kong. Queen Kong. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> she gets so Queen Kwonged. So uh, we hawk. And... We hawk and Avatar decide they have to breach protocol and go into the fairy. Because yeah. I think we hawk didn't trust uh, Peace slash Necron ninety nine. Well, He's and like, during the shenanigans, he, he wanders like away yeah. and brings a. He gets his gun back. Yeah, so that's true. So Weehawk's like, "Oh crap, he's turned on us." Yeah, because I think that's who he yeah. thinks. Yeah, I think took he's, the shot was. Which he's not. Him being suspicious isn't unfair because this thing was programmed to be an assassin. Yeah, but we do get a very brief scene where Peace is like starting to walk away, but he sees the other two assassins that mm -hmm. were dispatched. So. Yeah, so in any case, the uh, this whole thing goes down, and they have to go save Eleanor, where Weehawk has to attack the darkness. He does. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's where he falls down the pit, and he's just swiping at darkness for a while, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out to be some big, like, furry kind of spider thing. I think it's like six yeah, legs. Yeah, Peace shoots it. Yeah, 
he gets saved. So he ends up getting saved by Peace after, you know, thinking he was a traitor. But, yeah. but Peace, because he is, we find out later, is in a constant mental battle for control with, with Black, Black Wolf. Wolf. Yeah. Almost tumbles to his own doom, but Weehawk saves him because they're friends now. Yeah. So... So Eleanor is struggling with the fairies where she learns that she has full fairy powers by shooting them with red electricity or something. Yes, a red yep. ray of some kind. And she's trying to just basically like, let me go or else. I do love during this because there's like a bunch of the fairies and they're trying to like, we should kill her now. Like, and just kill like, her. Yeah, like the... the the guards are like, no, the king has to choose. But she zaps him and the one like turns and looks at her. It's like, why? Why would you do that? Yeah, the yeah. boob bug fairy. Yeah, that's yeah. weird because, yeah, they look more like like flea people. But then, yeah, of course, one of them just has to have these big breasts. Yeah, <laughs> they, they remind me of all of the bugs in Thumbelina. Oh, I guess when, so. when they that. make her be like a dancer and stuff. Oh yeah, isn't, isn't Charo like one of those bugs? Yeah, oh, she's one of the, she's a frog in that. Yeah, she's a frog. She's like the frog the, the mom. The frog mom. Does she have big boobs? Huge boobs. Yep. <laughs> in big the frog boobs. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> you should watch it. <laughs> yeah, she probably. Watch well, they, all they did was turn her into a frog version of her. So like, oh, that's, yes, that's pretty funny. Actually. And she even does her like it's really good. <laughs> yeah. She she acts just like herself, so that's good. I like Charo. <laughs> but yeah, it reminded me when uh, Queen Kwong, when Eleanor blasts the flea fairy people, it reminded me of uh, was it Stephen Hawking that did it in Futurama when he shoots them with lasers. He's like, I, I didn't know, know I, I could, could do, do that. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just what it seemed like she did. She's like, blast them, cool. I and she even says, I think she says she didn't know she could do that. She's like, oh, I already have full fairy powers. Oh, yeah. I didn't need Avatar to Avatar tell me. Avatar didn't, yeah, tell me that I could do that. So, but I, I gotta say, during this whole scene, like, the fairy, the fairy guard is my favorite. Because she does that, and he just turns around and is like, why Why would you do that? Yeah, it's like random, like, like British accent. Too. Look, like, they're about ready to rush you anyway, yeah. and then you do that. Yeah. That was dumb. <laughs> he's so like he's reasonable. not mad. At, he's he's, he's like, legitimately oh, like, ah, oh, why are you it's making so hard this worse? To, you know, keep these people under control. Why would you Can, do that? Yeah, like, like he's not really angry. He just wants to be like, could you not, please, like, listen, <laughs> madam? We're here trying to protect you. It'd help a bit if you don't start blasting all the, <laughs> yeah. the flea fairy people. Want you dead. But like yeah. he like randomly has like a weird yeah, accent, right? It's like low budget Michael Caine. That's what I was thinking of, honestly. Yeah. Like, someone come and do a Michael Caine ripoff for this guy. It'll be funny. But then they're like not that great at it. Yeah, yeah. but I guess it's like, well, it was memorable. Like yeah. it stood out. Yeah, because we were all like, what the? Hell? Yeah, we're like, why? Where did this accent come from? So, I like that little guard. He's yeah, great. yeah. So Avatar comes and speaks to the fairy people to yeah, try oh. and get. She had, like, accidentally with her Just, magic turned one of the statue things into, like, a creature that's Yeah, she, like, sword. animated one of the statues. Sort and of like, like a golem or a gargoyle, but not. It's like a spiky yeah, it came armadillo life, frog thing. Whatever yeah. it was. And it's kind of terrorizing everyone. I don't think it kills anyone. Though. No, it, like, no. runs toward them for a little bit, and then it turns all of its attention, attention back on to her. Eleanor. And she's like, uh, go away. <laughs> yeah, so Avatar discusses this with the head fairy man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love right before this though when, when Avatar's like oh she just made everything so much, much worse yeah. this is a disaster this basically like this stupid girl <laughs> yeah and the the fairy king is like hey uh we don't believe you that you're not gonna attack us he's like no matter what you do to me I'm not gonna attack you and all of this stuff and then they like shoot him in the yeah, arm yeah somebody shoots an arrow into his arm which yeah. 
luckily they're small, so it's more like, I don't know, getting not even a fork, like a pen yeah. shot into your arm or something, which would still hurt, but... Yeah, but they, uh, they are convinced because Avatar does nothing to them after being shot in the arm. So instead of helping Avatar out, they remain neutral. Yeah. Like, well, we won't help you, but we won't hinder you either. Yep. And get out here, and they teleport them away. Yep. yep. So Onto a mountain. How, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, great, so they can just teleport. Bad. Yeah, they have hearts filled with neutrality, they so they just... Their hearts are filled with neutrality. <laughs> they just send <sighs> them away. Makes a man turn neutral. I don't know. Oh, that's the fairy king. But yeah, so <laughs> they send them on their way, but, like, teleport them just to, like, yeah, just super wherever this snowy oh, we, area is oh and we get this great thing i love it in this movie because uh, like they're they're on the top of the mountain and avatar summons a poncho oh yeah it's cold here have <laughs> a poncho cold here she is still bare-legged both of them are barefoot yeah they're not none of them are wearing pants they don't have shoes yeah, but you have a poncho. But you you'll have be a poncho now. now. You'll that be fine. Evil wizard technology. I was convinced that the whole point of the poncho was so that at some point there could be a vagina shot. That could be. But somehow. We'll have to watch frame it's by frame. Kept in Bakshi's secret vault. Yeah. For Bakshi's eyes only. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they start wandering the mountain. Just, I. Sorry, I just imagined, like, for Bakshi's eyes only, the song. <laughs> James Bond thing, but... Yeah. But it also must be sung by Ralph Bakshi, too. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Ralph Bakshi singing, for my eyes only. Yeah. <laughs> only for Bakshi. <laughs> so, not a whole ton happens here, right? They kind of, they take a rest, which... It's funny because, like, that's got to be freezing. She has no pants on, like what we were just saying. But, you know, they're sitting down. Okay, I'll explore a little bit. And then Avatar seems pretty incompetent. It's like, uh-oh, we've been going around in circles. Yeah, they find yeah. their footprints. they find like, their own oh, footprints. Crap. I better well, not tell I won't Eleanor. tell her. It'll just bum her out, basically. <laughs> yep. But then they find Weehawk and Peace. Yeah, they show up. Hey, look! We we're not them. dead! And Eleanor <laughs> After Eleanor almost, almost kills him. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, because the scene is misty, so she's like, there's two horse riders. And they're yeah. like, okay, I guess we're going to, you know, take them down. Yep. But no. But yeah, they they just uh, realize, oh, the party's back together. Onward so, to Mordor. Yes. I mean, Scorch. Yes. So then a dwarf man shows up and starts flinging Avatar around because he's excited to see him because, like, Avatar is his savior. I mean, yeah. he's yeah. the Avatar of good. Like, literally, that's yep. his name. Oh, we we missed out on this that Xana pointed out because a lot of the narration is, like, those still images. And uh -huh. there's the one where they're, like, going through Scorch and it's like, oh, the goblins left all their wives behind who just hurled insults and rocks at them. I yeah. wanted to see that scene. Yeah. Like, oh, that would have been cool to be animated. But... Anyway, we've got the, the dwarf man who's really an elf. Mm -hmm. And he meets with uh, meets with Avatar to inform everyone, oh yeah, he's the savior, he's come to save us and stop his evil brother. He's going to go kill his brother. And Avatar looks like he's like, uh, 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 yeah. Sure. But he's he's assembled one, one final alliance of men and elves and yeah. dwarves and fairies. Yes. So they they fight against the 
armies of Sauron. So <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's pretty much the next that's, thing that yeah. happens. Yeah. Well, the the only other important thing that happens is peace goes to be alone, and Eleanor comes out and touches him, which like which lets Black Wolf find her and peace. <laughs> Yes, yep. that like demon cloud monster shows up that they deal yeah, with. That Avatar sends away, but then a tank attacks. <laughs> yep. And uh Eleanor kills Peace. Mm. Yep. And jumps into a tank and just goes to hang out. Yep. Just runs to Black Wolf. So she betrayed the party. Yep. This devastates Avatar to the point where he just starts rambling. Oh yeah, he's just completely it's like totally incoherent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost his mind, and now this poor elf is stuck being his caretaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they're gonna go in to Scorch, whatever this city. Yeah, is oh, it's Scorch One. That's yeah. right. And what yeah. it is that broke his brain is she betrayed him, and he never got her boobs. Exactly. Yeah, the land of the Southern Cross is where it is. <laughs> They they have this weird thing where they sort of show the atrocities of this organization, but the thing that's weird is that elf girl that's the forced club? to sing. Or like yeah. little fairy. Yeah, she's like singing. She's chained up, like ball and chain, and the ball has a swastika on it. And this yeah. is where some of the troops have the, the Nazi armband. Oh, they have, yeah. Like in this one, everyone has like a Nazi armband oh or a helmet. <laughs> and yeah, she's seeing, and then like one of them you see like pull out a pull, knife, pulls and out you a knife. watch her like start She starts stripping. stripping. She takes her shoulder thingy off and it's like oh my gosh it's this disturbing animation like, because you can like really see how upset she's she really is sad and upset. oh yeah. yeah 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 stripping at knife point that was of all ah, the things PG for movie. A pg movie it's like oh wow that one's up there family family film, film. oh yeah this is a family film so then all out war breaks out yep <laughs> well this is funny because like one of these guys that was in this bar like stumbles out with one of the fairy hookers hookers Oh, sorry, and prostitute. Then, That's what it says in the... Well, and yeah. then Avatar shows up. He's like, no, no more war. Look, beautiful flowers. He starts like shitting flowers, flowers into the air and flowers. they turn yeah. into butterflies. Butterflies and all the pretty stuff. Oh, man, that was a neat trick. Oh yeah, like the guy that's supposed to basically be like a Nazi general is like, oh, that was that was very awesome. Oh, very, is that where Larry good. the Lizard shows up? Yeah, yeah. Like no, Black that's Wolf's Avatar. Pet. Oh, he's, you got to kill him. He's here to kill the Fuhrer. He's like, oh, this guy, no way, no way. Yeah, but but yeah, and then they thro he throws a sword and kills a bunch of Weehawk people. We actually see Weehawk actually yeah. action, not be good. the damsel in distress, yeah, which he is does not a nice change. Stuff, finally, and then we get the all-out rotoscope war for yes. the ages. Yep. So, uh, what do you think about the rotoscope war? Uh, I mean. It serves its purpose, but it looks weird. It there are some cool-looking shots with it. I like how there's constant beheadings and people oh getting guns down all this, over the place. Yeah, the actual... yeah, again, family film, and the whole time it's like, oh, and here's like a goblin stabbing an elf that, repeatedly in the was, chest. Yeah, the one where he's holding him down, the guy looks like he's like crying, and this goblin's just... Stabbing this, and it was like way smaller than him. Just like yeah. it looks like a ritual really sacrifice. Really violent, and goes for a really long time. Yeah, I couldn't believe yeah, it. it's like you can see lots of people get machine gunned down. One of the uh, goblins or mutants, whatever, gets like an axe to the back of its head. Like yeah, oh that that one I love because it was the elf like 
throws the axe, hits him in the back of the head, then grabs that guy's gun and starts firing into yeah. a crowd. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But yeah. like soldier, elf soldiers dying in the arms of their brothers and the other crying. Yeah. It's like all so dramatic. And <laughs> it's rated PG, but like every wound, there's like blood and like exit holes. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. seeing stomachs cut open, all this stuff. We uh, we deal with the rotoscope of battle, and yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, but there... we we do all of this plays the point of getting us to the ultimate wizard duel. Oh yeah, it's all been building up to this. Although yeah, you know how like Harry Potter has a bunch of wizard duels. Yep, <laughs> that stuff's like pansy stuff compared oh, yeah. to this. I oh, mean, just, just from this, like Avatar so would beat every single one of them easily. Yeah, he easily, absolutely. I mean, they they've got to stop and just start screaming stuff dramatically. So partway through, because I know um, flailing their arms around, exactly. they're going up to like the steps, I guess, to go confront Black Wolf. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I love this because Weehawk basically goes, "All right, Avatar." Uh, Go fight your brother and pushes him like yeah. towards him. Oh yeah, and then he finds Eleanor. Yeah, yeah, because he's <laughs> he's looking because he's looking for the projector. Yeah, yeah. and he finds Eleanor. He's like, oh, this bitch. Yeah, he he's, he's starts, gonna like, try to kill her. Yeah, he like starts yeah. smacking her and stuff. It's pretty good. And the dark elf who has now given birth to the child mm -hmm. of Black Wolf, who is bundled in a pink bundle. So we don't get to see how perfect or not the child turned out. Yeah, she. Says no, don't you know? Don't hurt Eleanor. She was brainwashed by Dark Wolf's evil magic because when she touched when she it, touched him, it like the yeah. evil Wi-Fi got into her. Mm -hmm. That's what he wants: brother so. against brother, father against son. Yeah, that's how he will win. So, and then she runs off and maybe dies. Maybe unless her plan right then is like, well, I'm fleeing because if I the get baby, the feeling that's what she if was the baby planning was anyway. not perfect, then maybe she's like, oh, well, I'm, he's just going to kill him. So I got to get out of here. Yep. She, or uh, her. If it's just a. Well, it's somebody that looks someone's going to die. Yeah. Like either she is or the baby is maybe both. Yeah. Whether so it's she, human or not, it's probably dead because it's female. Yeah. No, so that I could be thinking, too. Yeah. Well, no, because she just puts it in a basket, sends it down the river, and then it just floats over to Willow's house. Oh, OK. There we go. So Willow's a sequel to this. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously there's magic in there. Apocalyptic yeah. sequel to <laughs> Wizards. Well, they live hey, in look, a nice look, area. We spend, yeah, we spend a lot of this time in Scorch. Yeah, you get out you of the radioactive poison waters. We didn't see a whole lot of the Goodlands. I mean, think about it this way: like the brownies, they're like mischief. They're like those little fairies. asshole fairies yeah, that were like, harassing them earlier. That's they're practically yeah. the same thing. Well, we'll have to bring in Willow at some point. Yeah, I guess so. So. <laughs> Yet another Disney film we have to cross. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. At so, some point, everything is like just going to be Disney. Yeah. They're working that's, their way That's out. their goal. Monopoly they, rules maybe, don't apply. Maybe yeah. after they reach 100% ownership of all media, they might go, wait a minute. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> and then Mickey wept because there was no more media. There to was conquer. no more worlds to conquer. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. So then. There's the, the wizard battle. Yes. <laughs> where Avatar hangs out and talks to his brother Black Wolf. And... Black Wolf, you you can surrender, Avatar. You don't need to die. Give control of the world to me. Yep. And 
it, you know, they're they're squaring off, and he's like, "Let me show you a little trick that uh, mom taught me while you were away." It's it's pretty cool. I haven't done a lot of magic recently, but yeah. Oh, but pull up the sleeves. Yeah. Oh, but can I just say, I'm glad you changed your, your last, last name, name, you son, son of, of a bitch. bitch. <laughs> and then we get the ultimate wizard duel because Avatar just. Pulls out a German Luger and just blasts his brother away. <laughs> the ultimate so wizard fight. Just gun. Oh, man. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> well, it, it's so great, too, because even Black Wolf during, like, he gets shot in the stomach the first time. And he's like, what the what hell? The hell? Yeah. It's so unexpected, even from the the evil character. He's not seeing it coming either. <laughs> this whole movie is about the war between magic and technology and good versus evil, and the wizard wins the good with wizard. a gun. Yep. Yep. It's good. But yeah, he shoots him in the gut once, and then once in the forehead. There you go. Bam. End of wizard duel. Yeah. yeah. That's how you know the gun is good. Yep. So, anyway... <laughs> But we get a Capcom oh. ending, because without Black Wolf there, the whole place is starting to come yeah, down. They have oh, to yep. escape in some sort so, of weird vehicle. Much I like Baradur or most of Mordor just collapsing with Sakura. <laughs> yeah. Black yeah. Wolf's dead. Apparently the the castle was all so structurally unsound it was just being held together with his magic. Yeah. It's like, uh, let's not do repairs. I'll just magic this in place. Well, maybe he raised true. it with his magic. Lord maybe. of the Rings does kind of have a Capcom ending because they escape on eagles. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> All right. So anyway. Get to the eagles. They, uh, that whole thing happens and they magically escape. Well, we see them they running just, away and then they're just. Hawk runs up like, and he has Eleanor's like, <laughs> he like blurts out like, Eleanor is being controlled by Black Wolf. It's fine. Let's go. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's really fast, but, like, basically, so, you know, Avatar yeah. won't ask questions. Like, we just got to get out right now. Yeah. It's that half-second description so you can leave the crumbling building. Yeah. Yep, they jump on a jet ski and then just fly off into the ocean. Mm -hmm. But that's yep. not what really happens. So they're... They do get on two-legged horses and flee into the plains. Yep. I so mean, potato, they're... potato, right? <laughs> they're hanging out. And Weehawk's like, hey, what are we going to do now, basically? Eh, you go be the king or whatever. Yeah, you're the <laughs> like, new king. You're the ruler now. It's kind of <laughs> what they do to, like, Prince Lear and Last That is true. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah thinking, like, they're just like, uh, similar me, and, thing. me and Avatar are going to start our own new civilization here. Yep. It's, uh... Yeah. So it is just, like Resident Evil 4. Just like <laughs> doing some uh yeah. some over putting in some overtime. Yep. Well, he's going to finally get his reward. He's going to get That boobs. is true. This yeah. is what this whole quest was about. And Ashley has a special costume suspiciously like yeah. No, it's not as revealing as Eleanor's. Yeah. Yeah, that M-rated game wouldn't have anything as revealing as this PG movie. <laughs> yeah. But exactly. Ashley does have like the special Standards. costume with the white shirt like yes. you know. And she also has Similar assets to uh, Eleanor, <laughs> as uh, I, as Luis would put it, like ballistics. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Luis, she's oh, equipped with ballistics. Vigo Mortensen and Resident Evil. Yeah, 4. yeah. So, been good I, I do love during this whole thing, Weehawks just like, oh, you're gonna start your own settlement, huh? Huh? Yeah. Eyebrows, eyebrows, eyebrows. <laughs> yep. It's like, and... well, well, I love. 
Uh, Avatar's response, hey, what, you think I'm too old to get married? But yeah. I'm only 8,000 years old. Whether it's lived like 10,000 10, years. 10,000 years I got another thousand in me. At least another thousand. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's like, hey, uh, Eleanor, let's make it. And she's like, um, oh, you are getting bolder as you get older or something yep. like that. Yep. And he's like, no, I mean, let's uh, make it out of here. She's like, okay, whatever. Right. Then, she does a, the wee hot. Right. That's what you meant. And so they uh, walk off into the world to have lots of sex. I have one thousand years of almost constant banging, I guess. She's yeah, she has her fairy magic now, and yep. So uh, weird movie. Yeah, pretty weird. Weird, very Bakshi. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Bakshi as a family film. Yep. <laughs> See, even Bakshi can do family-friendly movies. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But yeah, this I I love this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I've I have seen it a bunch, and every time I get to that wizard duel at the end, it always is so great to uh, watch. It was good this time because Anna had forgotten. Yeah, I remember it was going to happen. <laughs> oh. That the that was true. That forget. was a fantastic reaction when Sam when Santa was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." Yeah. <laughs> but oh, so there good. we go. Yeah, I I just love the way this movie looks. I realize it was definitely under a time crunch because some of the backgrounds are literally just pencil pencil drawings. Oh and yeah, stuff, yeah, but like yeah. The movie looks so cool. Like I want fantasy things to look like this all the time. Yeah, I was thinking that like. We were saying, like, uh, Black Wolf's Lair, they're, like, faces and stuff carved into the walls and everything. Like, this place is crazy looking. Which, yeah. actually, we mentioned last Unicorn, like, uh, King Haggard's castle had similar stuff, too. Like, just yeah, faces, demon faces, monster stuff just carved into the actual building. I loved the backgrounds. It's like the entire yeah. movie was placed onto detailed concept art. Yeah. 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 It's so cool looking. <laughs> I just enjoy so much about this movie. And I, I love the artwork of the the, pa- the panning over, also concept art, clearly, like, stuff they didn't get a chance to use. But, like, the whole thing they did where it's, like, drawn on the cool brown paper with the white highlights, it just has, like, a really great look. Yeah. yeah. And this is, a uh, this is Bakshi's transition into fantasy films for the next little bit, which is kind of interesting because he didn't do fantasy films before this unless you count Fritz the Cat, which is a psychedelic journey of a, you know cat furry guy yeah and then you got like i don't know what you would call i mean coonskin is essentially like the brer rabbit brer fox story. yeah that's true I, I think this is appropriate breakout into family fantasy movies yeah exactly i mean it, it totally hits the bars for my childhood movies <laughs> yeah definitely well, I, hate, I saw I, this movie as a kid, and look how I turned out. I actually didn't see yeah, this I didn't movie. See this until many years later. But uh, I have a lot of... It gives me all the same nostalgia vibes of yeah, things as, I watched. That, yeah, as yeah. if you had seen it when you were a kid. That's yeah. kind of how I felt, too. Well, well, I know what we were watching. The comment I made was just like, man, watching this, my mom would be okay with absolutely everything except the fact that there's fairy boobs in it. <laughs> Like swastikas everywhere, Hitler speeches, like oh the yeah, violence, that's, decapitation, that's fine. Violence. that stuff's just your lineage. So that's why would you be upset about that? <laughs> She'd just oh. be like, "Well, that's one thing." Wife, 
animated boobs. They're everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere. This will make you evil. Even that flea woman has big breasts. What's going on? <laughs> My parents definitely wouldn't have cared. I think they just didn't have it. But the next movie we're watching is, in nice. fact, the earliest movie I can remember watching. Oh, that's Sounds pretty good. interesting. Ooh. Well, I'll, I'll reserve judgment till after good, we watch both, this but I will <laughs> say so. for this, my endorsement is I would watch Avatar, Bakshi's Avatar Wizards over James Cameron's Avatar any day. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. There's no way I'm going to sit through three or four, however long James Cameron's Smurfs are. <laughs> so, uh, let's just watch Wizards back to back instead. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather watch Wizards multiple times. I mean, you can watch, <laughs> yeah, you can watch Wizards like twice in the time it takes. I realize Avatar, Avatar so. 2 is coming out. So when that comes out, we should all just watch just Wizards watch again. Wizards again. Okay. Yeah. Sounds pretty <laughs> Let's good. watch the good Avatar, everyone. <laughs> yeah, Avatar's, good Avatar. Well, and the third one's coming out in like 2078. So, you so know. when that happens, well, I'll be dead. But <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm missing much. No, it would just be an excuse to watch Wizards again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time Avatar oh, comes out. we could live long enough for Avatar 3 to come out so we could watch Wizards another time. I exactly. wanted to watch Wizards last <laughs> time. Last time. Death but James dead. Cameron just kept delaying his stupid movie because he wanted to watch it out of spite every time. <laughs> deathbed confession. I only watched Wizards 57 times. <gasps> just imagining James Cameron keeping himself alive like Mr. Burns at the end of that bobo episode so he's like has a robot body body in his head in a jar kind of thing oh, it's just so gonna be that dragging or, out avatar as long as possible it's gonna be that or he's going to be like he hasn't made avatar because he needs to make the technology, the technology so he to keep can turn himself into in a jars. smurf he just needs the propaganda technology so people can get hyped for avatar that's true since <laughs> half of the world is like so oh, will he yeah, go around he creating make wars a... and just projecting avatar the movie yeah. <laughs> Love Avatar. <laughs> As James Cameron's tanks are just that, rolling over yeah, people. To be Avatar, fair, that might be. And then there's a bunch of people yelling Zigheil. <laughs> there, there might, there might be. Uh, so would James Cameron be a the good deterrent in, in that? Like this is a weird apocalypse. <laughs> what are you saying? That might be a good deterrent. Like if people are going to go to battle and all of a sudden across the entire screen you're watching Avatar. Like, all right, before the, you guys can fight, what the hell is going watch. on? <laughs> That's how Two he Avatar movies it? back to yeah. back. Oh. It's like the epic battle of World War whatever, and that's James what he does interrupts to it to be like, you guys are th here for the <laughs> premiere of Avatar 3. Oh, God. It's gonna have the most views of any show. Yeah. I've built the technology to use the, world the to entire Earth's atmosphere So that's really, to be yeah, I was screen. gonna say, that's what Project Bluebeam is all about this whole time, and... He gave us a hint. Blue is right in the title. It's, yeah. it's to project Avatar into the sky so the entire world has no choice but, but to, to watch, watch Avatar. It. But then he, before the end, Reggie Cameron shoots oh, him yeah, to death say, with a Luger. Does he have a brother that could save us all from James Cameron? <laughs> from Avatar 3. <laughs> okay, I didn't know he had a brother. Great. I don't know. Oh, I, no. I don't know. I'm just like... Reg, your only chance. Yeah. Please be real. Please be real, Reg. <laughs> Reggie Cameron, we need you to save us. Yeah. <laughs> okay well uh, I was just imagining someone like on their deathbed because you know in the good the bad and the ugly that civil war guy's like keep me alive a little longer I expect good news just like some guy keep me alive a little longer I just want to watch wizards one more I, time I can get through it once more 
He's just like looking at fairy boobs. Yeah. Yeah. I can die that's, a happy That's man. what I want to <laughs> die to. Fairy boobs. Well, we should all be so lucky. But in yeah. any case, we are uh, going to move on to Fire and Ice, a genuine classic film that is rated higher than Wizards, I might add. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll have to decide at the end. Yeah, again. Reserving mm-hmm. judgment until the end. Me too. And I have seen Wizards in the past like 10 years, but I mean, I've seen Fire and Ice, sorry, in the last 10 years. See, it's been way too long since I've seen Fire and Ice. Wizards, I have watched more recently, but I love this movie, so. Yeah, it's good. I can't let that pollute my my voting. (laughs) I think you'll be surprised by Fire and Ice. I think it's a great movie. I remember it being good. Anyway, so we will, uh, you know, shut the hell up and get back to you in (laughs) just a little bit with that one. Beyond the farthest reaches of the imagination, and deep within the human heart. Here, in a time when the world was young, in what is known as the Third Age of Middle-earth, a tale is told of deeds and beings, a tale of a day when a great shadow will fall across the earth, and ancient sorcerers will lock in mortal combat with the phantoms of the night. Then will the raging War of the Rings draw the blood of heroes, and the final destiny of all mankind will be written. Then will mortal men with dwarf lords and elven princes come to stand together in a single noble army and thunder against all the hosts of darkness at the very gates of doom. This is the legend of Middle-earth, as it is written in the hearts of men. It is a world more real than any other. A haunting, forbidden world where innocence can overcome evil and a single dream is more powerful than a thousand realities. This is the magnificent gift of J.R.R. Tolkien left to the human heart and that fantasy films now brings to the screen. The vision beyond imagination. The Lord of the Rings. Now we have Fire and Ice from 1983, starring Randy Norton from Butcher Baker, Nightmare Maker, and Honky Tonk Freeway. Cynthia Leak from Buck Rogers Across the 25th Century and Xanadu. And we've got to mention a few other people because we were constantly like, oh man, this person played this thing yeah so william ostrander as larn it's a return to the podcast from christine well, yep all the way from episode one and and paul who was the other person we talked about a bunch yeah. of times uh maggie roswell helen lovejoy uh luann van houten miss hoover from the simpsons plays uh princess tigra yeah pretty damn cool so, a warrior named Larn seeks revenge against the evil Lord Necron for destroying his village, and he comes across Princess Tigra, who wants to defend her realm, and finds herself in danger. When Larn, um, I don't know, sees her having saved herself, I guess, they end <laughs> up fighting together against the power of Lord Necron with the help of a man named 
dark wolf. When the powers of fire and ice clash, it just may be the end of mankind as we know it. The film had a budget of $1.2 million, and all of that budget was given to Bakshi by Fox because Wizards just kept selling. Nice. Very cool. And its box office was a gigantic $860,000. Yeah. Rough. But it did really well on home video, and that's all they really cared about. So, Oh, wow. That is good. So it also, the film uh, sits at 71% on Rotten Tomatoes, Mm. which is 10% more than Wizards. Mm. (laughs) So let's find out if we agree with Rotten Tomatoes and their preference for fire and ice, or we think Wizards is better. I don't know. I don't know. I think this strictly comes down to Eleanor versus Tigra. I think that's the only 10% oh, difference. You can't make me choose. <laughs> but it's not time for the rumble. Not yet. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying the Rotten Tomatoes difference, I think, is, oh, 10% of people like Tigra more than Eleanor. <laughs> I, maybe. Yeah, I guess, because Eleanor's like slightly more cartoonish, mm-hmm. I suppose. That's but, true. Yeah, so it focuses a lot less on uh, her ass versus oh, yeah. Tigra, though, because you get a lot of those oh, in this yeah. movie. Like, yeah. and there she is. Maybe everyone who reviewed Fire and Ice were just ass men. That could be. Perhaps. I don't know, <laughs> but um, I I saw this movie when I was fairly young, like another person here. <laughs> um, when did when did the other guys see this movie? I mean, I don't think I'd seen all of it until just now. I, I'd seen chunks of the movie here and there. Okay, that's weird. So I didn't know how it was going to end and all that. So, that's weird, because yeah. I actually, I've watched it completely, but not in one sitting until now, really. Well, okay. <laughs> I've seen it one time all the way through. But yeah, my first time seeing it was in chunks, because mm. it was one of those that... It was a movie that would not be parental blocked on the satellite because it's rated PG because oh, it's apparently. a family movie. <laughs> and then I had to stop because I'm like, I could hear parents coming down oh, the no. hall. I'm like, oh, man, they're never going to be. They're never going to believe me that this is a PG movie. Yeah, I actually remember <laughs> seeing this on cable and I was like, what the hell is happening? That's, that's how I did. <laughs> and how old were you when you watched it on cable? Oh, uh, probably like eight or nine. Like, oh, OK, I, I, I saw it on vhs before i saw it like on cable though because i was like fire and ice it's a kid's fantasy movie i'm gonna watch it (laughs) yeah (laughs) much like wizards but i watched a lot of stuff even at eight and nine i was like watching whatever (laughs) so yeah Yeah, same i was four when i saw this movie we owned it on vhs and i watched it a lot (laughs) it's it's awesome (laughs) it is the movie that is earliest in my memory oh oh dear this is like your first movie yeah (laughs) a lot of nostalgia for it like movie opens up you get the music and i'm like oh man it brings me back Uh, such a great musical score throughout this movie the soundtrack is so awesome Just every time think, it comes on, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I think everyone was commenting, man, we just need this soundtrack and just to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just all the time. Just do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good. 
So, uh, do you guys like Frank Frazetta? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, like, yeah. the craziest hardcore fan, but I'm familiar, you know, anybody. It's like, those, uh, you know, barbarian-type muscle dude paintings and yeah. the women that are there with the barbarian guy, that's him. Yeah. It's a very cool and iconic art style, for sure. Oh, yeah, there's, yeah. there's so much of that style art because of <laughs> just yeah. oh, mus- muscly, uh, you know, hero guy, the girl hanging on to him. Yeah, I like stuff like Conan. And for me, this sort of fantasy is pretty interesting because it does have a darker edge to it. Yeah. yeah. But then there are these like moments of crazy high fantasy as we will say. I mean, there's like a growing onslaught of glaciers about to threaten a volcano kingdom in this movie. <laughs> yep. Like, and yet somehow the movie's still like a dark, grounded film to a certain extent. That's yeah, true. It's pretty fun. So we have the background of Fire and Ice where there's this lady named Juliana and she gives birth to an evil wizard. Wizard. Just one, not twins. <laughs> yeah. The Lord Necron. Yeah. Necron classic. Necron classic. No, Necron no the first. And uh, yeah, he they take this region of ice and they warp it to be powerful by enslaving the vicious subhumans i suppose yeah like the neanderthal type guys yeah and they wage war against you know gerald king gerald of fire keep i gotta admit this is you know for wizard combat this actually isn't a bad strategy where he's like well i can control glaciers so just take a glacier and just move it more towards everything else mm-hmm. that you don't own. Yeah, it reminds me of the sci-fi movie. Is it like the Monolith Monster? Do, Ooh, do you guys know what no it idea. is? I don't know that mm-hmm. one. Oh yeah, this is helpful. <laughs> but yeah, because that's basically <laughs> his. Yeah, his opening is him having a uh, glacier orgasm. Is uh, my note. Glacier gasm. Ice gasm. Ice gasm. The ice gasm. <laughs> yeah, the the monolith monsters from 1957. It's just these people worried about these. Here's a still just these monoliths that are constantly growing. Oh yeah, that's yeah. so. I don't. Oh know. wow, it is yeah. very <laughs> reminiscent very of that. And it's working though, because you know he's having his ice gasms and spreading the glaciers. It's destroying this village, and there's nothing they can do about it. They're just like sitting yeah, there with their spears and arrows. Like, what do you do? Yeah, it's a giant yeah. fucking wall of ice. Like, yeah, what the like, hell do you do? Yeah, like, like in Game of Thrones, if uh, you know the Night King could just push the wall forward. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's basically what he is doing is just like, yeah. oh, this giant wall of ice. I'll just keep moving it further down until I push Own everyone everything. away yeah. that I don't like. Yeah, they're either forced to run away or get crushed to death by yes. ice. Yep. So for those of you who have not seen American Pop, all of the other people except yeah. me here, <laughs> um, this guy looks like that one. He's sort of the longest focus of American Pop. Like another Bakshi film that we will be getting to next oh, time. Ooh, right. interesting. Yeah, this this guy, he's like, I don't know how to describe him. He's he's a hippie, and he 
goes around talking about this girl with corn silk hair. Okay. So that's why I was constantly talking about, talking about corn, corn silk okay. hair. Well, it, <laughs> okay, it, it does like kind of guy. transcend characters, though, as we find out later. So Yeah, I'm like, man, he just looks like that guy. Thank God nobody offered him cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, luckily, you'll understand that next time. Yeah, looking forward to it. So, anyway... Necron, he he's an interesting evil wizard guy with ice powers. Yeah, I yep. guess so. Among other powers. Yeah, he has the power to control people, but they can resist against it yeah. if they're buff enough like Batman is. You gotta pass your will saves. Exactly. Yeah. He has a very high save that you gotta pass. Mm -hmm. So His magic's interesting, though, because when he's using it on people, it seems like the ice glaciers are... A reaction of him using his magic. Yeah, ice was happening when he was doing the the final battle. Yeah, thing. yeah, that is true. Yeah, so he, um, Juliana and Necron, they start taking out some villages because they're just bad dudes. And well, because Juliana wants to rule the world, and Necron's like, okay, yeah, sounds like, cool. I'm into this, I guess. Mm -hmm. So he listens to his mom, and he sends some subhumans out. And they they are Neanderthal people, by the way, should mention. Yeah. That's really what they look like, Neanderthals. So they destroy this uh, corn-silked-haired, uh, muscular dude's village. And he plays dead for a little bit until he can make his escape. I, I think he takes one of them out. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, hit, he hits the one with the Morning Star. He does throw the spear at the other one that has, like, the signal horn. Yeah. Which doesn't really help because a bunch of them hear him anyway. Yeah. And then when he realizes he's going to be just totally surrounded, he makes his escape. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, there's a woman named Princess Tigra, who is the daughter of uh, King, King Volcano. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and they're talking about, whoa, what are we going to do about the crazy ice people and stuff? <laughs> Too many White Walkers everywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what should we do? Tigra's yeah. all sad because, well, my dad and brother are going to fight him, but I just get to stay here and study. In my yeah, yeah luxurious room with my awesome Black Panther as a pet. And, yeah. Uh, her the tutor, tutor, I guess? I think that's yeah. why yeah. she scantily was... scantily clad tutor. Her scantily clad tutor, Female Jasmine. Tutor, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely. And they're just like lounging and... At some point during the negotiations or whatever is happening in the throne room. Yeah, they, they hint that the envoy sent to the king is just a distraction a distraction, so they can kidnap Tigra. So, all right, we have to yeah. teach three of these ne Neanderthals to actually speak English. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they'll distract the king for a little bit while the other Neanderthals scale the walls that are like intricately carved, but in a way that it's very easy to climb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... Let's make built-in ladders up to my daughter's, you know, tower. See, this, this is why, for castle design, you gotta have overhanging walls. Yeah. So that you can't you just do. climb straight up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the subhumans scale the walls and uh, take out the panther. They murder yeah, the panther. Yeah, poor kitty. Yeah. 
and maybe murder the tutor. They smack her around and like choke her. Well, the one like chokes her and then hits her and she goes down. But as they're leaving after it like grabbing Tigra, she's like moving. So maybe it's implied that, you know, she survived enough to tell what happened. So she just got knocked know. out. Yeah. Or but something. they heard the, the throne room. They hear Tigra scream. Yeah. 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 So they, they slow motion kidnap Tigra. Oh, this is, like, pretty scary, actually. Especially, like, thinking back to it when I was a child. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, like, slow motion and, like, this violent thing. He smacks the woman, kills the, you know, the animal, and uh, it's carrying her off. And she's, like, fighting in slow motion, being carried away. Yeah. It's really violent. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then they just push her around as they drag her along like a little hobbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they like, rip her shawl Shawl which is practically invisible oh yeah very oh yeah because they're like washing their faces off in a puddle and they're like oh man it'd be really funny if she is wet now and just push her in in the water it'll be funny (laughs) yeah and so now she's just wearing like a string bikini basically yep Yep. for the rest of the movie she's no longer modest like she was yeah she (laughs) she had a thin sheer veil that she draped across her. Did she have an underpart or was it always just the... Yeah, it was always just the stuff, yeah. Okay. It was a thin uh, like crop top as well as like a long sash in front of her. Also see-through, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah. all super sheer, you couldn't see right through it. But it didn't change anything, like her ass was always showing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they made sure like, alright, make sure Ralph actually draw the lines there. You want to see definition the entire time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how many layers she's wearing. I like how anytime you do a director's voice, you are just <laughs> compelled to do uh, David Lynch. <laughs> well, not quite David Lynch. Like, all right, man. Yeah, but he's scaled down David Lynch. Just a second, you were like, ah. And I was like, oh, got to scale back. Freaking David Lynch <laughs> tainted me. <laughs> All directors are David Lynch. Ellie, no, adjacent. I don't know. I can no, do because, Peter Jackson without breaking into Lynch. No, because I, I think with Bakshi, if you can look you? at a lot of his art, it's like, okay, make sure you get the ass perfect. Yeah. I want this to be I want those... my magnum opus of yeah. fantasy ass it is illustration. Quite a, Focus on her dimples ass right the movie. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot oh, of geez. ass. Now I have to dread the day when I'm trying to quote Peter Jackson and it just turns into David Lynch. <laughs> it's it's going to happen. Yeah. Peter Jackson. No, I got to hold strong to Jackson. <laughs> You'll just do all directors as Peter Jackson. (laughs) Directors fall in two categories. Peter Jackson or David David Lynch. Lynch. That's it. The only two directors that matter. So, yeah, there you go. Anyway. Uh, She uses her femininity against them now. Yeah. 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 Ooh, except that one guy. Yeah, Yeah, there's one that apparently is not into it. Drops down into the water, comes up posing and touching yeah, do, herself yeah does the hair back you know oh yeah all they're, the all, they're so into it yeah <laughs> they are like, i, like, oh. I met a lot of guys i think most of them would be exactly the same yeah. actually Juicy round bits and the guy's like what are you yeah. talking about they're juicy dongs all over why would you yeah, <laughs> yeah the one guy's like why are you looking why at that when you got like dongs yeah. <laughs> we got all you can eat juicy dong buffet why are you in today <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> Don't do that. It's nasty. Well, he, he was a Neanderthal, yeah. maybe. Hmm, That's where the nasty came from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the, the nasty movie. is because originally his <laughs> ancestor thought it was nasty to go with girls. No yeah. way, man. No way, man. That's Look nasty. at her. She's all curvy and bouncy. It's <laughs> gross. It's gross, man. No, so. hard poles are the best. <laughs> yeah. It's all I like. All Sorry, I like Dana. is hard poles. Good thing we did that bonus episode. <laughs> 
This is paying off exactly for Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about Lamanites for a minute. So, oh, okay. oh, so the, the subhumans, otherwise known as, in my notes, at least the Lamanites. We did that a lot throughout the movie. Which, plug another episode, Plan 10 from Outer Space. Yep. Yeah. Josh has the whole lore on lockdown. You can listen to that. He'll let Josh is here to answer all your Mormonism questions. Yeah. There we go. So so the Lamanites are depicted as evil, dark skinned. They're dark skinned and loathsome versus Larn, who is what? Who is white and delightsome. Yeah. And blue eyed, so you know he's a hero because so he has blue eyes and blonde hair. That corn silken hair. Oh yeah. Corn silken corn hair. Silk hair. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. we gotta get to the next I'm episode so, so the rest of us will get the joke <laughs> so anyway Tigra escapes and yeah she the... ducks under the water and swims away it's pretty cool it is funny because they're all like the Wait. Neanderthals at first like huh? <laughs> where is she like let's tap <laughs> the water see if she comes up who would have thought that this puddle could have extended beyond you know like a foot deep yeah, yeah. And then they're attacked by a giant Gila monster. Oh, yeah. yeah. This thing was the Komodo dragon, where it's yeah. actually dragon-sized. This thing's awesome. It is yeah, cool. stomps around, kills a bunch of them, eats one guy. Man, animals are scary, because it's like what animals would do. Like, kill all these little creatures, and then it's like, okay, I'm done. Now what? Eh, I'll chow down on one of them. Yeah, yeah. I could eat. Oh, this monster's really scary. It, like, stomps on everything. Yeah. And... I, you know, definitely explained some nightmares I had as a child. Okay, this is <laughs> this was one of those Gila scenes monsters? that was like really weird because this one versus wizards, like it's very inconsistent with blood on this one. It oh sometimes because yeah. it's like during the dragon attack, it like knocks a guy into like this exposed rib cage that like punctures him, and you see blood on this one. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes people get like stabbed, stabbed and, and no blood, and just like and then blade. they fall down. Yeah. As a kid, I would have, like, reoccurring nightmares of, like, you know, swamp monsters chasing me. I had an extreme fear of being squished. <laughs> I oh, think it yeah, I back definitely think you watched this movie too much. Yeah. Good well, thing I didn't make you re- well, replay Dark Alliance with me. Yeah. Well, because besides this, while they're in the swamp, they the get swamp. the one leech thing that latches oh, onto that the one crazy. guy. Oh yeah. oh yeah, that was right before this when yeah. she's like hiding in, the, in log, the log and he's looking in the log, you think he's about to find her Ooh. and then ah! he screams in this like, yeah, it's like a leech but like, each of its like, I don't know, legs is like it pierces it's like sharp into and like, him. Yeah, yeah like stabs him like on. in the forearm and hand, all the everywhere it's grabbing. It's pretty yeah, so gruesome, like for the animation go that's going. Yeah, because this is one of them yeah. where they like stab they the creature, the rescue, and like, then you see this leech thing. And you see like the open bleeding wounds yeah, on the guy's takes arm. Its legs out. They actually like drew all of the Oops. wounds, several yeah. on the arms, in this hand, and everything. Like, yeah, it's bloody. Well, like what yeah. Josh said, inconsistency with how violent it is. <laughs> So everyone check out the uh, Giant Gila Monster movie, which is public domain, if you want some more Giant Gila Monsters. <laughs> is that what it's called, Giant Gila Monster? Yeah, the Giant Gila Monster. Nice. Okay. I just, just thought I'd mention that. So apparently this movie's just going to remind me of like sci-fi mutated <laughs> radioactive stuff. And me, Dark Alliance, because I can just find any excuse. But no, <laughs> there is the bog just before you go to the water stair that has... The big yep. lizards that come out of the bog. So, and spe- uh, speaking of creepy characters, we all or creatures, then Learn, who is you know walking south to yeah. Fire Kingdom, comes across the Hellhounds. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Which, these also, things are pretty terrifying too. Juliana's mad because uh, the the subhumans couldn't keep hold of Tigra for more than five minutes. Oh, yeah. the, the the we got to report back to HQ with like yeah a smoke signal thing yeah magic powder yeah magic smoke powder thing yeah so yes lauren is doing all that stuff with the hellhounds as if it was resident evil it does yeah it does make me wonder how powerful uh juliana the mother of necron is because like i know they're just neanderthals but she's able to kill them like remotely through the smoke signal she like chokes the guy to death right she has darth vader powers yeah, her here. magic seems to be more like a witch where she needs yeah, she like components and stuff whereas necron can just yeah ice gas will things and do whatever happening. he needs to do yeah. witch powers and ice gasms yep so he's more powerful than she is but it makes sense why you know he he came from something powerful <laughs> So anyway, Lauren's just hanging out, killing boars after he fights the hellhounds off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the hellhounds. Even though it's like, you know, I was just like, no. All the the violence was like more graphic with the animals because like when they would shoot the hellhounds, they have blood everywhere. It's like, it could be one of those actually ratings, like a standard thing where, oh, if it's animals that blood comes out of monsters, that's fine. But oh, if it's oh, it can't have people. Nope, you can stab into them, but you can't show a puncture wound or blood. Except they yeah. do, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then uh, he's he's somewhat saved by a mysterious Batman. Yeah. And an arrow Some kills kind of... one of the wolves that's about to get him. But he escapes into the ruins. <laughs> For prop- what my note is, this is a very strange meat cute. Because <laughs> yep. it's... It literally has meat in it? Yes. Yes. So... Meat cute. <laughs> Yeah. And we were fighting over a boar leg in the when they tell the story later. <laughs> yeah, Lern was there. He'd killed a boar. Face tore covered it, in blood. Tore its leg it off and just started eating it raw. Yep. And there I was, you know, a hungry. victim of... Hungry, so... Uh, <laughs> of uh, abduction and blah, 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 and, uh, you know. Yeah. But for the boar leg, and yeah, they do, like, fight over it. No, give me that. Give me that. Yeah. And she throws it down. I'm no thief and runs off all cute. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I better follow Ooh. her. And she, <laughs> she grabs the boiler, let me meet this cute. I think I think so <laughs> many of these characters are that Spongebob caveman yeah. meme just, ooh. <laughs> yeah. There she goes. Oh, follow. <laughs> and now he has the same motivation to save, you know, <laughs> the land as uh, Avatar did. Exactly. Yeah. Relatable heroes in this, like, mm-hmm. well, save the world, whatever. Oh, going to get some from Hot Girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm all for it that's, now. Uh, yeah, it's pretty relatable. <laughs> yep. So, in any case... 99% of uh, regular dudes, female round parts. That'll work on them. <laughs> yep. Even just the promise of it. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't like, have to be really... Yeah, yeah. The idea, the concept that, like... Yeah. <gasps> Yeah. It could work. It could happen. And All I have to do is do this big quest. Yeah. yeah. And um, then I'm golden. Yeah. <laughs> then we get this, you know, playful, romantic montage in the forest. Yeah. yeah them running there. She leaves, like, berries for yeah, him to find. Berries. He eats berries. I was looking at them like, 
Jeez, it reminds me of like a kid when random berries would grow, and it's like, no, don't eat those. Are they're poisonous? They'll make but you. They sick. look so bright. Yeah, and look at them. <laughs> yeah. Stephen yeah, nature no, making are, like really good stuff. No, those are those are hemlock berries. Don't eat those. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> a lot of things that are super like vibrantly colored. It's like it's because they're so poisonous. Yeah. It's like, well, they look appealing. Look yeah, at them. It's like so it, goes, it goes completely yeah. against what people usually assume. Like, yeah. oh, it's bright and colorful. That means it's ripe and oh, ready. Yeah, Zan and I have had so many discussions. Like humans are like the worst animals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone can agree it's temperature. If nothing else, it's like if it's not exactly sixty nine point five degrees, so uncomfortable. Yep. It has to be exactly the right temperature. But no two humans time. like the same temperature. Yep. Yeah. Curb covered that. Leon liked it 80, which is insane. And Larry liked it like 67 degrees or something. Yeah. Quite the disparity for how It's mates. weird because like in daily life, I, I prefer um, I prefer it to be a little bit warmer. But as soon as I go to bed, it needs to be oh, like needs freezing to be cold. cold. Yeah. Because yeah. I just overheat. I yeah. would be completely crazy. happy if temperatures were all standardized to 50 degrees <laughs> oh it sounds good so i do better in cold than heat though so. all right so you would have been a follower of necron yeah probably yeah but there's no air conditioning in the world of fire and ice so let's get on with this so other than the traveling glaciers so uh larn hangs out with tigra and sleeps next to her and uh he does a monkey dance to... Oh, yes, gosh. we do get a Brendan Fraser monkey dance to... Yeah. Return of yeah. the Monkey Bone Dance. Some, the yeah. seduction thing. And it's working. She's Cute, into it. playful monkey dance. And, and she likes it. And then she playfully pushes him. He fall, they both fall in the water. They're about but to, like, make out in the water. It's really cute. Close to yeah. Turns out they're out, right outside Moria. And there's the watcher in the water. Yeah. And it's yeah. watching. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's watching with this giant eye with the octagonal pupil. Pretty cool, the animation yeah, cool. of this monster. Oh, yeah. It was like that creature existing is the stuff of my nightmares. <laughs> like, nope, giant man-eating octopus. Yep. Careful, don't nope. just fall into a random, like, because they're in a pond. cool place. like ruins and stuff. It looks really cool. And then... Yeah, don't oh. fall in this pond because there's crazy underwater monsters yeah. waiting to yeah. get you. He's dragged to the bottom and she has no choice but to think he's dead. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, if you watched octopuses move around, they're pretty damn scary. Well, they're, yeah. I've watched some documentaries on their scary creatures because they're too smart. Like, there's one, uh, it was basically things like, our sharks keep disappearing. What's happening? And they set up cameras. And the octopus would come up and grab the sharks and kill them. It's like, yeah. oh, they're devious they're creatures. Scary. Crazy creatures. And they can, like, squish down through, like, any hole. Jam through, uh, like, there's a pencil hole. Let me just escape. Yeah, it's creepy, man. Yeah. So this is a scary creature, but luckily it's uh, it's it got like one so many giant victims, ass eye. <laughs> but there are yeah. bones everywhere from all the things yeah. it's eaten. So he takes I don't know a giant Did rib bone, gets a rib yeah. or something, and is able to stab it in its boss weakness. It's a very obvious weak point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where video With, games are like hit the boss here, just do it. It's well, very I obvious. I do love this though because then he's knocked out because the thing flails and just flings him like 60 feet above the water and he just splats somewhere basically yeah well, what if you were trying to eat a chicken nugget and it stabbed you in the eye you're like fuck <laughs> yeah i would probably throw the chicken nugget a good distance yeah, yeah. so <laughs> then lauren is Lard unconscious tigra's captured uh, again yeah she's like crying Aww. on the beach and then immediately gets captured again yeah this time we're not gonna let you go we're yeah. chaining you yep ne- neanderthals found her 
Yep, so they chain her up, and then Batman comes to Lauren's rescue. Yep. Yeah. Again. As in a man called Dark Wolf, who... Which we didn't know till the credits, really. Yeah. I don't think they ever actually said I don't think they said his name. But for people that haven't seen, basically a barbarian Batman dude. Yeah, it, is, like, it is Batman if he was playing as a barbarian in d and Like if the yeah. bat was furry like a wolf, because that's yeah. his cover. And then, of course, in this movie, standard loincloth and boots. Right. And he but has a big he does, badass he axe. Have, well, he has the axe, and he has a much thicker belt than yeah. Lauren does. So. He's very it's his utility awesome belt. Yeah, it's his utility belt. Uh, Primal so Proto Batman. Uh, Lauren's rescue from Batman is at the same mark as Tigra's capture. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so he's now been rescued twice. I, I love that the uh, so the female the female lead and the male yeah. lead are both damsels in distress throughout they are. Oh, pretty yeah. much yeah well Larn is basically like the robin to dark wolf who is this world's batman yeah <laughs> and, then, and poor tigra just is relying on robin to rescue her yeah yeah she's like oh robin save me oh yeah oh, robin you're knocked out again well she tries like <laughs> now now she's trying I, to I break out of her does... chains like even yeah. when she's damsel in distress, she's she never like a helpless one. It's always okay. How can I get how, the hell yeah, out? What of can here? I do? Yeah, because the first time yeah. she immediately goes to like, okay, I'm gonna sex appeal and distract them and swim away. And now yeah. she's she got a hold of a knife. She's gonna try to break the chains. Yep. But then one guy does catch her trying to do that after like I guess the Neanderthals got drunk on mammoth yeah. urine. Yeah, because it's the one she's know. chained to. So he's <laughs> what they would be drinking. What they're fermenting. Liquid, yeah, so. some sort of whatever they had but one guy catches her and she totally like knifes the dude in the gut yep and this is one yeah. of the points I'm like why is there no blood on that that's yeah, where, yeah that's like, like inconsistency yeah cause she stabs him and just and he's okay, just, appears to be he's dead, just dead. fall she, over dead but she's unfortunately chained to this guy so she's like trying to drag him away and yeah they yeah. both fall so off the cliff Day ripped this off when Will Smith has to drag the alien through the desert yeah it was based on she, yeah. she took a little tumble over the cliff <laughs> yeah she took a tumble over the cliff also yeah Lord of the Rings <laughs> yeah I just I like that you know speaking of which I know Tigra is basically just sex the character but like <laughs> sex appeal the character they don't she does stuff with she can. yeah they don't portray her as like a weak person <laughs> no she's all. never like a helpless like, like oh no, I need yeah. someone to save me. It's always okay. I got to escape. She does what she can. Oh, learns here situation. too. Okay. Yeah, she's using what she has available to her, which is her sexual assets, the knife she found, and this guy that wants to bang her that is going to help save her. Yeah, yep. it's pretty cool. She never gives up. You know, that's uh, true. They never break her, and I love it. <laughs> well, it's really yeah. weird because despite the fact that she's nearly nude, it's like she's still kind of a better role model than like a disney princess that needs to be rescued all the time yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah she oh and she has a parent oh that's true she does <laughs> although you never see her mom so I guess yeah. there could be something there yeah so anyway oh, yeah, Lauren and batman fight some lamanites yep <laughs> well batman has to you know fix uh poor learn because he's dying again yeah it's but, pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I do love uh, Dark Wolf here just because Learn's always, oh, man, there's like 50 guys here. Batman's like, I'll distract them. <laughs> yeah. He goes, yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, you were just yeah. Dark Wolf, Batman, Batman. interchangeable. Yeah. <laughs> the Dark Knight, the Dark Wolf, back yeah. in the prehistoric time, or what do you yeah. know, the, 
post Ice Age times. Yeah, subhumans, well, Lamanites. You don't know same anything thing. about yeah. Dark Wolf. He he seems to be like oh. really intelligent and really strong. Like for all we know, this is Batman thrown back in time. He yeah. could be. But yeah. I love this because like I kept expecting like him to be. I'm like, okay, this is the moment where he's the overpowered like NPC character that helps out your character and then gets killed because of trying to protect you. Yeah. To help that's you. That's what it looked like. It's like. He's like, there are like 50 of them. He's like, yeah, probably, and just pulls out his axe. Well, and, yeah. and they do this a lot with his character, because later on, basically, he tells her, and it's like, okay, the strategy is, because he looks for Tigra, can't find her, because she, you know, fell over the cliff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but we gotta find her. And Batman's just like, okay, we will later. We need to leave now, because they're coming to kill us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's very tactically minded too, because he like draws them out and then kills a couple of them and just like Batman. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Batman oh did like get pseudo killed and then thrown back in time in the comic book canon. So there we go. Okay, I didn't know this that. This is what was happening. He got thrown back. To fire yep. Now we know what happened. He was he thrown didn't back have into a fire Batman and ice. Costume. So he put Fashioned on. He one killed out a wolf. Of one of those and... wolves that he killed. Yeah. yeah. That's why he has the longer like ear like sideburns like link has in zelda yeah and that's uh that's why Larn is robin so in any case but, stupid boy but yeah Larn. like as, as yeah. they're chasing her i just love there's this part where they get onto the high ground and dark wolf and <laughs> what's his face is there? i can space his name Larn. Larn. yeah and Dark Wolf's like, all right, go after the girl. And he's like, no, I'll fight with you. And he grabs him. He's like, to hell you will. And he throws him <laughs> off of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's when I thought it was going to be the like him getting struck I, down. That's what, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, it's oh, like, to hell you're going to cool. stay and fight. No, yeah. Dark Wolf is just way too badass. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, he's pulling an Obi-Wan. He has the high ground. He's going to cut down everyone everyone mm-hmm. flicks everyone no one's going to have arms after this. at him and just cuts off all their limbs. So Tigra is you know, held by the subhumans who get beat up and then she gets taken by another, another sub a troll a troll looking guy. This like, one has basically long like hair. Bigfoot yeah. Yeah. looking yeah. guy, you know? Who brings her to this red lady. Yep, the red woman. Yeah. Melisandre. At, at Melisandre's hut. <laughs> yeah. I wanted yep. to know more about her. Like, I did too. She, yeah. I don't know, presumably drugs her. She passes out, steals her hair, tell me something, and throws it so in she's a cauldron. A, she is a witch. She's a swamp witch. Yep. Yeah. She learns from the cauldron that she's wanted by Necron and freaks the fuck out. Okay, how can I How can I use this to my advantage? Well, I mean, yes. I, you know... If you're fighting a wizard that's taking over kingdoms and waylaying the land, yeah, I probably wouldn't want to piss him off either. With her reaction, I've always thought that she must be related to Juliana, like an estranged sister or something, oh, but you never be. get that She's information. She's another witch, yeah, but you don't, yeah, we don't get to know. Well, she tries to make a deal with Necron, and uh, so Necron basically just sends subhumans and kills her. Yeah, yeah oh, it's uh, so sad. Cause she, well, because she sends her guy out, it's like, go get them her and son, tell yeah. them that... Ottawa yeah. or something. I, yeah. yeah, I'll trade her to Necron for a price. And he comes into the door and he's whimpering he's and like, stuff. She's like, what? What's wrong? And then he falls down and has like a spear in his back. Yeah. And she's surprised for some reason. Yeah, and then, well, this was funny because like the other subhuman comes in and he has like a short sword or something and she's like, <sighs> yeah. you can ah! Rushes at him and she just he just stabs her. Yeah. It goes right through her yep, too. You like, get... It's like, oh. Like, okay. You, isn't that like a rule? Like you can't see it. Yeah, in the you can them? stab people, but you're not supposed yeah. to have it. If it goes out the other side, but it did come out the other side. 
<laughs> Don't worry. No it's what? animated. This one's PG. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. This movie's PG. I mean, look at it. You can just tell it's PG. <laughs> yeah, but this is like this whole scene was brutal because they just kill these two. Knock grab over her Tigra, cauldron. and then yeah, the one knocks over the coals on her cauldron and burns the hut down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like damn, two people came in and left this movie very quickly. Yeah. So, anyway, Larn tries to find Tigra, and he runs across the burned remains of the Red Lady's hut, and we get necromancy. Yeah. Uh -huh. She uses the power of necromancy to transmit a message to Larn through her burned corpse. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty interesting. She's like, hey, uh, they took, you know, they took her to this location. Basically. Agato, I guess. Is his... <laughs> like, I love it because she even just straight up asked him, like, why should I help you? Revenge. <laughs> He's like, revenge. Yeah, yeah OK. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get kind of like a burned up husk of a person right now, so. Yeah. So yeah, she screams revenge and then disintegrates. Yeah. And yeah. I'm with Xana. I want to know everything about her this woman's backstory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, we don't get to know anything about no. her. And they'll just, you know, keep that train rolling later. So. Yep. <laughs> Larn uh, jumps the Halloween boat now. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> This boat with, like, spiders and bats all over <laughs> it. So this is where, it. basically, the prince, right, is going to try and make a deal with Necron. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, her brother, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, her yeah. father sends the brother to deal with Necron to get make her a back. Deal, and... Otherwise, I'm going to have to do something extreme, basically. Yeah, and meanwhile, uh, the subhumans bring Tigra to Necron's place, and he is uh, watching her ask for peace, you know, and extending her hand but necron is not charmed by her irresistible ass nope and he other just laughs maniacally at her attempt to do sex well, appeal this whole yeah. scene was weird because his mom's like this is your new bride she will birth your child and he's just like eh. yeah i don't want any of that no <laughs> so because she doesn't have corn silk hair. Exactly. So, well, that is true, because we find out later the person with corn silk hair is... Yeah, he's like, ooh. Peaks his interest. Oh, I'm all about that. So, <laughs> yeah, she asks him for peace, and he says no. And then there's the uh, weird part where Larn is trying to sneak in, and you see the weird subhuman bat girl lady yeah. yeah she has a batman symbol on her head and she's like a weird shaman i guess just sort of yeah like around. the subhuman shaman i guess yeah. man she just, i also wanted her to have a bigger part in yeah, this yeah she just looks so cool and she's just she's in the movie for a handful of frames yeah yeah oh. it has to be something that like was discarded and but they the liked character the should look. have had a bigger part, but yeah. So they just had it in the scene because she's so cool looking. Heck yeah. yeah. Like if you designed that character, oh yeah, I'd want that. Yeah, this is going on while like the prince, I guess. Yeah, he's brother. going into officially he his, uh, yeah, his dudes entourage or yeah, like they need to immediately or after treaty, whatever they're doing. He had Tigra just thrown into the pit. Like yeah. Yeah, you're you're not doing it for me. Yeah. Sorry, Mom, I'm All not right, going to give you a grandchild. I'm tired of you bringing me your sluts or whatever he says. He does say that, yeah. yeah. The next time you bring me one of your pit. sluts, I'll kill you, my... Or no, I'll squash you like a bug. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, and so he just throws her unconscious body into the ice pit. Yep. And then Lauren goes sneaking around while uh, Tigra's brother tries to make a, you know, he tries to vie for peace as well. And, and he, he makes the comment of, oh, here's our our offer. And he's like, oh, I made you that offer earlier that you spurned. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, you know, I wasn't really interested in uh, getting with your sister. With but Tigra. now that you don't want me to, I'm kind of, you know, I kind yeah. of just want to do Maybe it Maybe I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is literally like, oh, it's your sister, huh? Well, I wasn't interested before, but... Knowing it's your sister, yeah. maybe I will now. Just do it out of spite. So. Yeah, for you and the king that spurned my offer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. Basically, the offer to rule over them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the, I think the option was the king of the fire kingdom is going to be the uh, like the sovereign of that area, but he'll like swell swear fealty to Necron. Yeah. Kind of deal. Yes. But no, that doesn't work out, so... The prince is angry, though, so he draws steel on Necron. But... Yeah. You get to see his mind control powers now. Yeah, Necron uses his mind control powers to make the prince attack the other guys Yeah, he and his him. guards all start killing each other. It's like... I like it, though, because they don't have control over their bodies, but their faces are horrified. They're like, oh, yeah. God! And then well, yeah, because usually if you friend. see something that does this trope, they never really get a good fear reaction. Yeah, usually the person thing. just is on autopilot and like snaps like, out of it at some what? point. Yeah, and this guy's actually like they watching see what's them happening like, no. as they're doing it. Like, I don't have control of my body. I think Necron wants them to experience, experience the, terror. the terror and it's... show the terror because that brings him joy. <laughs> oh, exactly. yeah can't not think of red dwarf and the uh, mind control thing they do in the angels and demons oh when yeah they're, like controlling <laughs> lister and stuff get down i'm gonna kill you yeah like and he's telling him like how to move because he knows what he's about to do yeah oh gosh that's that's good episode. good stuff yeah so oh, but, uh, necron weirdly doesn't make anyone eat a tarantula so yeah that's good so you know the prince wasn't like you've got to be yanking my chain <laughs> he just eats a tarantula. No, oh instead gosh. of eating a tarantula, he cuts down his fellows and yep. then yeah. throws them throws their bodies into the pit with Tigra. Yeah. Yeah. So she just wakes up next next to the dead corpse of her brother. Her brother, yeah. That who... had stabbed himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of not, fun. not a good way to wake up. But meanwhile, other things are happening upstairs because because Larn makes his way to Lord Necron's abode. And he manages to find a bone arrow and fire it at him. Yep. But oh no. He definitely dodges it. Yep. Yeah. But we, you know, we do see that Larn has cord silk hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his he is. Interest is definitely peace. <laughs> like, oh. Cord silk hair. And he's like, hmm, I like me some of this. <laughs> How about we uh, strip down and fight with swords? Yeah. Well, it, oh, we don't even. They don't explain it. You just see like Necron come up and he's like looking at him with this smile and then just, just starts like, taking disrobes. off. It's just like, yeah. oh lord, where is this movie going? Because he's he just he's like, I like this guy. Oh, now yeah, this guy. Like a... So it's we... pretty weird. Yeah, we get uh, two men in loincloths fighting with swords. Sword fighting. Yeah, except Necron cheats because he has, like, Darth Vader powers. So. Yeah. He wasn't using them 
so much, but at some point, you know, Lauren well, gets Lauren a he's kind of like playing with them, and yeah, Lauren eventually like does something to actually he gets a swipe get him, and he, yeah, he like cuts his chest. She seems annoyed about it at this point, and then brings out the, yeah. the yeah, then he just magic. is like, okay, I'm not. Necron messing around like, now just you might me bleed my own blood <laughs> yeah. and then so then he gets serious no one makes necron bleed his own blood but this so. is cool because this is one of the points where you see like when he's using his magic it's making ice stuff happen elsewhere yeah yeah and so he kind of knocks larn unconscious and throws him in the <laughs> not not in the pit but in an actual cell because he likes this one and yeah. Yeah, and I might mean, want to play later. with him yeah. later he just can't bring himself to kill the corn hair man the corn the corn hair man that's where his that's where his heart lies now yeah it's it's the only time that a human has done anything for him. Yep. <laughs> I because no woman could bring him pleasure like his magic or corn silk. Yeah, man. my note for this part was just Necrons prefer blondes. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's gonna like write a thing like Ben, you know, Ben from It's like not not January embers, but like a August. August know. sunrise. August feel. <laughs> August fields of wheat. Oh, August wheat fields. Fe- the Your fields of like August, August wheat. wheat fields. <laughs> All right. So he'll, he'll need to workshop that. Yeah, me too. So in any case, um, we get this whole thing where Tigra wakes up and she starts looking for Larn and it wakes him up. So he finally fist fights one of the subhumans. Yeah, my yeah. note is Larn isn't useless because he yeah. he hides behind the door. He found his inner one, weehawk and actually fought someone. Yeah, yeah. one of the guys comes in to check and he just pummels him to death potentially. Yeah, and meanwhile, Dark Wolf, otherwise known as Batman, he <laughs> he. Decides to do this onslaught with the rest of uh, Lord Gerald's, King Gerald's, like, forces. Yeah. And he uses these pterodactyls to fly in. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. The dragon hawks. Yeah. I.e. pterodactyls. <laughs> uh, Tigra was going to try to find a way to let him out and then gets captured again. Yep, she yeah. gets captured. But he escapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, it's basically him saying, oh, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure Tigra could be alive. Yep. And Batman just like, believe what you want. Yep. But yeah. the glacier is actually real. <laughs> yep. And he's God, he like, does even sound like Batman yeah. sometimes. So he just goes in to do what Batman would do. Yep. So Cut a bunch of people down with an axe. <laughs> yeah, he, he uses the pterodactyl to fly in, jumps down with his axe, and just starts taking everything out. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. It's so Just awesome. Cutting through guys left one of those and right. Things where it's like all the trained pterodactyl riders all die. So just the two people that don't usually oh, yeah, ride just, pterodactyls. Yeah, just Lauren and Batman. Yeah, yep. their plot mm-hmm. armor saves them. So. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, Necron is just standing around on a giant satanic glacial oh, yeah, skull. Oh, yeah. That, the, skull the skull that has the giant. It's like a dragon, dragon hand. Claw. Yeah top where he's laughing maniacally and ice gasoline all over yep (laughs) making making the ice crawl towards the 
the fire you know, kingdom the fire kingdom and the fire kingdom's like we have to use our last we'll have, resort we'll have to release the lava we're suffocating there's no breathing <laughs> so is their last name officially roach and that's papa roach saying that <laughs> as in the king, king gerald king roach, gerald roach and tigra roach uh, the roach dynasty can't be extinguished yep so this was their last resort and they go ahead and unleash all the lava into the ice place which totally yeah the, it makes sense why it's a last resort because you see it's like oh destroyed everything in that jungle all animals people oh yeah because everything because there's the jungle right before the fire cape and yeah you just watch as it all is just vaporized as the yeah, lava river of it. lava it's like oh well yeah yeah and it starts flowing through the you know all the glacier too, which the glacier is powerful, but you know the people are like ah. Well, yeah. and you can see all the little dots from where uh, they had carved in their caves that you know they were assumedly living in. So tons of you know families of subhumans have just been incinerated. Yeah, oh so yeah. Basically, Papa Roach went for the nuclear option, more or less. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's what Papa Roach does. Last resorts. So. <laughs> Anyway, uh, but we, Batman... we we do get a fantastic uh, wizard non wizard duel for this climatic end yeah because because dark wolf batman he like jumps down and just faces against necron and it's pretty damn cool yeah they're, they're necron's fighting do necron's his, doing is like yeah the powers to make him like kill himself or whatever his body trying but, to and he's passing he's, his will saves he, yeah he keeps resisting yeah. the control dark wolf is apparently so muscular he can somehow resist necron's power well see this is why i think it could be batman because he's supposed to have you know the unbreakable will kind yeah, of thing yeah. so he just outwills necron mm -hmm. i like this because you expect dark wolf to die because yet again this is the moment where he should yeah. die i was he, i was he heroically it. sacrifices himself to take out the the big bad so that, you know, Tigra can come up and, like, stab him in the back or something. Yeah. That's what you'd think. But what you get instead is... Him muscling through the mind Batman. control and just yeah. axe him right in the ribs. Oh, so good. Oh, yeah. And I love the... After he hits him once and he, like, does that slow motion It's a slow motion where he, like... to Necron yeah. all over again. So, like you were saying, And like, it's great because Necron, who's, you know, most likely mortally wounded, is vainly trying to like mind control and he's like screaming and rolling around in pain like clearly he has never been wounded in his life yeah yeah but yeah you just get that slow motion of dark wolf just like bringing the axe yep. down and pulls it down and johnston whams him good yeah and uh like rodney was saying like like geez like i know there wasn't blood at this part but that was still fairly like graphic and violent like seeing an axe <laughs> yeah. come down on someone in slow motion yeah it was pretty awesome well because uh, well, especially Family like right goal. after that you see mm -hmm. him there and then you can PG. like see it like yep. embedded, embedded in his in him, rib yeah. cage so you're like oh yeah. damn he got him good pg movie pg movie good for chicks fame. dudes murdering other dudes with axes mm -hmm. pretty good stuff fun for the whole family talking exactly. corpses yeah lizards eating people yep so the entire ice kingdom is crumbling and larn and tigra run to the pterodactyl creature which is their capcom escape vehicle yeah it had uh, like <laughs> yep kind of got knocked out and dazed earlier but when yeah. they need to escape it's like oh, shakes it off and I mean, it Flies makes away. sense. Like they, they have no other way of getting out of there fast enough. So go for the bird and hopefully it can fly. I hope you're yeah. still yeah. alive, bird. So they managed to escape 
and they're all happy and they're looking at the the new world. Yep. Yeah. Now that Build. fire and ice have fire balanced themselves ice. out. The magma keep still exists, but there's now like a nice pond around it, assuming that the lava didn't turn it like, <laughs> yep. acidic or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then pH of 0.5. They reveal yeah. that Batman survives. Yeah. Oh, this like, this oh, well, is like Batman the good hero ending because no. you get the close up of Batman. He just smiles down at Lauren. Just, yeah, that's not going to kill me. I'm Batman. And then the subhuman comes up crawling out of the lake, and uh, Larn is gonna smash him with, with a, a rock. rock. And she's like, "No, no, no, Tigris, it's like, over. It's Nick over. Like, dead. We gotta start over. We yeah. don't need to just kill each other anymore." He's like, "You're right. I'll just throw it into the lake, and then let's like make out in front of Frank Frazetta art." So, oh yeah, <laughs> like that. Them making out in front of that background is like, oh, that's absolutely Frank Frazetta. Yep. Yeah. And there you go, and you just get the theme song again. Yep. All oh, the feels. Yeah. And like, you yeah. Just, and then it reveals that Batman was really Dark Wolf the whole time. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think they say <laughs> they his name, name at any point. It's think, just, yeah. he goes and he's I think doing his everybody's thing. notes just have Dark Wolf. That's how mine ended. <laughs> Batman, <laughs> Dark Wolf. That's, that's mine is, uh, Dark Wolf <laughs> is Batman. Batman. Yep. And mine just says Dark Wolf with three exclamation Yeah, sometimes points. we don't watch the credits, but this time we're like, we have to know what, what the hell is that is. What is his actual what? name? We called him Batman the entire movie. What is his real name? And there we go. Oh, man. He's just so good. Dark Wolf. Not to be confused with Black Wolf, even though we said Dark Wolf a few times. Yeah. Yeah. In so, yeah. Dark Ooh. Wolf, Black Wolf, interchangeable. At least Necron, we never called, you know, Black Wolf Batman. That never happened. At least. That's true. Yeah. That'd be a harder sell. Oh, yeah. Mr. Skeleton Arms. So, uh, this is an oh, awesome man. movie. God damn, these <laughs> were like, awesome. Like, I just enjoyed this whole thing. I was like, man, this movie's great. I want more of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's basically just, how long is this? About an hour and a half? Something like that? Yeah, an hour and 20 minutes. Hour and 20. So basically, hour 20 yeah. minutes of just a bunch of cool stuff happening. It feels like an hour and 15. Yep. It's so cool. Man, I would, I would want... Two more sequel movies and like three series yep. to continue this yeah. world after uh, watching this one. Careful just, that's not a monkey's paw thing. Yeah. Because if you uh, say that, some somebody somewhere Netflix. Some Disney execs like I got oh, an yeah, idea. Disney Plus. Yeah. Disney Plus is Fire and Ice. And then I don't know what they would do with that. I'd be afraid what they would do with it. You get it. a Fire and Ice sequel. But it's by Pixar. Oh, God. Oh. Pixar Fire and Ice, and it actually is PG. Okay, okay, though. Hear me out. Hear, hear me out, though. Done by Pixar, but the rules, no, not a kid's movie. I want to see what Pixar would do for an adult animated oh, thing. Just to be like, oh, my gosh. Just give Bakshi power over Pixar. Hell, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Frozen should have been in the first place, yeah. man. Frozen should have just been Fire and, and Ice. Ice. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Oh, man. Just just make all the characters there, older. See, there we go. We already know the third Frozen movie. It's Frozen 3, Fire, Fire and, and Ice. Ice. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I Elsa that. has become Necron now. Yeah, she has That's the good. look. She's got the ice powers. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's just good. Like, I, I want more of this. That's, yeah. that's the most aggravating thing with with this. It's like, I need more of this. I want so much more. We were talking about, like, there needs to be, like, a and d module for this, because oh, it yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. They need more stuff. Longer yeah. movie. This is the sort of thing I think of when I think of fantasy, and it's just, 
It's just so satisfying, damn it. I love this movie. Yeah. Oh, man. This is going to be hard. Mm. This one is so (laughs) tricky. Both of these movies are awesome. And I feel that a 63 and 73 on Rotten Tomatoes is an insult to how Uh, fun these movies actually are. Oh, yeah. It should be closer to like 85 for both of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree with that for sure. Uh, Fire and Ice, man, excellent movie. It, you get, I mean, fa- family favorite, family movie, oh, childhood abs- favorite. That's true. Yeah. In Zana's case, it was literally a family movie. Yeah. That's true. There's, Let's pop in the old Fire and Ice VHS yeah. for the kids. Yeah. There's boobs, there's uh-huh. asses, there's mm-hmm. axes being embedded into people. That's so much yeah. like, you were saying, like, keeping it, uh, you know, equality. There's actually a lot more, like... Naked dudes, because, like, it's mostly Tigra, yeah. and there are, like, two... No, three other girls, if you can include Princess Jasmine at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, a lot of dudes, and, like, that one Neanderthal that's dying at the beginning, his last dying thing is to reach up yeah. at Larn and grab oh, his yeah, ass get, before he dies. that long scene of him, like, groping uh. Larn's ass, and he, like, climbs up the streets, like... Yeah, you'll like, remember you'll that remember, I felt you up before I died. You'll remember that the man that you killed groped your ass right before dying like larn and tigra are you know sort of treated equally as far as like scantily clad and attractive pieces of meat and necron actually prefers larn so yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) plus the fact that both of them are just like i escaped and was captured yeah Yeah. and i escaped and i was captured their their rescue tally is pretty close i mean larn was rescued three times yeah Yeah, i think think larn got one more because of the ending of the movie but larn you know he gets like we were saying earlier he gets batman as his rescuer and for her she kind of yeah she gets larn Larn. for her (laughs) rescuer like obviously you're gonna get captured if that's your rescuer (laughs) so she did what she could great movie yes indeed I, there should just be more movies like this. A, a movie like this should come out like once every three years, just to remind yes. us how awesome stuff like this is. Agreed. It doesn't even have to be animated, just more like Conan the Barbarian type stuff. I mean, I would prefer it would be animated, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, prefer movie... animation, but you could settle for continuing it in a live action medium. This movie would work in a live action medium. Yeah, because they practically did. Yeah, because it yeah, mostly we were was looking actually. up like set pictures and they had people in costumes like acting out the scenes so yeah it's weird because this is kind of like a early progenitor of motion capture yeah, in yeah, its own Zana's way because like, it's... It's like, their movements are too realistic what's going on it's like they filmed real well, people I know, Rodney you were talking yeah. about the frame rates and why this one has a bit of a different look and feel to it with yeah because the frames of animation are much higher than typical animation frames so it gives us like surreal realistic but sort of not realistic because it's animated look to it and, yeah and this is this will continue throughout Bakshi's career yeah because it's interesting because they're like they're clearly cartoon characters but they yeah they move like real people yeah I mean that this is what American Pop will also look like so mm-hmm. it's it's pretty wild I like it oh I do too <laughs> so um oh man Anyone want to go first? Because this is this is another how, super how about, hard one. Uh, Tigra versus Eleanor. I don't know. Mm. Uh. I'd have to go Tigra. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they both have the sex appeal, and they're both, you know, like 
strong women, you know, doing their thing. Uh, Tigra's captured more than Eleanor is, but Eleanor does, you know, fall into the dark side at one point. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Tigra has more sex appeal than Eleanor does. Maybe. I mean, it depends on what you want. I mean, she's got... I also think she gets a lot more screen time, too, which might play in. Uh, I mean... I'm I would more, say I'm no to, ni- to either of them. So. <laughs> yeah, I I think I'm more into Eleanor. I think just because I think she's interesting because she's a fairy character. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Like, I think I, way to becoming a fairy. I think yeah. I'd go with her too because she also has a lot more fun of a personality. Like even when crazy shit's going on in Wizards, she's still happy yeah. and chipper. Yeah, but I mean. Tigra, you have her, like, using her sex appeal, being, like, flirty with the subhumans and flirty with uh, Larn, like, as soon yeah. as she meets him because it works to her advantage. Like, she's extremely tactful yeah, and, like, never gives up at any point. Yeah, and she straight up stabs a dude. Like, it's yeah. pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, I guess that's true. She is definitely the more <laughs> like, she's, useful. She's a heroine. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool, actually. I don't know. I just, <sighs> I just like Eleanor. Maybe it's because there's more nipple. Yeah, whereas Tigra, only a few times, a few times, and then it's kind of usually only when she's drenched. Yeah, which happens in the earlier part. But, you know, Eleanor isn't as realistic as Tigra. That's true. Yes. So I must vote for Eleanor also because fantasy woman. (laughs) There you go. No, I I really. I I think I will go with Tigra because I do like that she's a lot more (laughs) take control of the situation and try her yeah, best to she escape. does the best with what she is given at the situation you know yeah i think ultimately i just like eleanor because i like women who are slightly more robust i don't know mm-hmm. but it's a L- little Ooh, curvier nice yeah. robust woman impressive bust <laughs> yep <laughs> not the tigress isn't but you know yeah oh, equally impressive yeah but, you know Go check out Billoon45 talking about impressive busts. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So I guess the other <sighs> questions are, uh, you know, who's who's the <laughs> cooler team? Well, uh, the, uh, even the teams you They're, struggle with because yeah. it's like, okay, Avatar, he's pretty cool. Avatar's more of a reluctant hero, yeah, but Joker, they both have the okay. same motivation Not of Joker, uh, saving the land with the promise of sex. Yeah, but and very specifically, yeah. they want to save the land so that sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not not I want to save the land and if sex happens great, it's like no, I am going to save the land strictly because I was told about the sex. <laughs> I that's more of Avatar cuz at yeah. least uh Larn starts out his journey of wanting revenge and then comes across Tigra and wants to help uh, her with, yeah, with the promise point. of sex. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Hmm, I can do both at the same time." <laughs> yeah. Avatar's way more honest about like, "Nope, don't care." I mean, to be fair, it does say, eh, call me when the world's destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, um, even though I do think, you know, the wizard's team is more colorful, it's unfair because Dark Wolf exists. I was about to say, yeah, 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 like, you get prehistoric Batman on your team. It's like, man, how do you not go for... Yeah, because then you're forced to... Because then you have to compare Avatar and Larn as, you know, 
protagonists. Uh, but then that makes you forced to compare see, I, Batman I, I, and See, that's Mihawk. the thing. I think if you actually go with capability, you would have to compare Avatar to Dark Wolf. Oh, I guess and that's then Weehawk to Larn. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, because we didn't mention Larn has his Weehawk moment here. He's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, look, he killed a guy and escaped all on his own. Yeah. But, oh, you know, the Barbadian is just... <laughs> Sorry. No, that is... I want that yep, to be a class Barbatian. now. <laughs> yes. In D&D. Barbadian, like, he, sex appeal doesn't work on him. He's yeah. just all about his mission and revenge. That's like, true. Dark Wolf's just so cool. Oh, like, I know. He is vengeance. He is the knight. He is the knight. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't, like, I can't get over how awesome Dark Wolf is. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to replace the music in Fire and Ice, but at the same time, if somebody decided to edit some of the Dark Wolf scenes with some Batman themes, yeah. it would work really well. Paul was waiting for that. As he's diving in with his pterodactyl. <laughs> oh yeah. god that'd be perfect oh man oh this is hard i mean epic wizard battles at the end oh. both of which are completely not different. what the trope is oh yeah very different i think what's what's going on with this because like we have before we had last unicorn and flight of dragons and it was a tough decision Ooh, yeah and then this is another animated, animated fantasy are thing rough. and we're like oh my gosh what are we gonna do Oh. Does anyone have a choice? Oh, I can throw one out just to get the ball rolling. Okay. I'm going to go with Wizards just because... So it's weird. Fire and Ice is like more realistic proportions and stuff and all that, but Wizards seems so much more inappropriate. Since yeah. it was like intended as a family film and like there are <laughs> nipples everywhere. And like not just like... Yeah, there's just straight up nipples. Not just people. Eleanor through her clothes, but like just... Full-on topless women. Yeah, and there's like, just, okay. like, fairy prostitutes yeah, and, and the stuff. Ma- like, so many prostitutes. It is a crazy movie. But also just movie. Fritz died the in that ins- one. Yeah. yeah. But I the insanity Fritz. of, like, how prevalent all the Nazi symbols and propaganda are. It's like, wow, this is a crazy movie. Yeah, yeah that's true. So, I mean, Fire and Ice is awesome. Like I said, it's like a hundred, you know, or an hour and 20 minutes of just cool stuff happening the entire time. But Yeah. But Wizards is just so crazy weird like if i had to describe someone like uh, yeah you better just (laughs) i'll let you borrow it what watch it 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 is something that must be experienced yeah you kind of like its setting like i really love the wizard setting oh yeah oh yeah mutants fairies elves necromancers stuff it's just it's so wild tanks hitler videos you know yeah it's one of the only movies where you can't say pick a lane because it all kind of works. Yeah. It yeah. just mixes together to but be what Wizards is. It makes sense, though, because it's this post-apocalypse insane future where everything wrong in the world has melded together. Yeah. yeah. It's also like, you know, it's this post-apocalyptic thing with this like weird synth mixed with mm. jazz soundtrack yeah. and just some funky tunes <sighs> yeah. going on in Wizards battles. It's just so and, good. And you get this like like almost violent back and forth between like oh weird disturbing stuff's happening in scorch and then we're gonna cut to like pleasant woodland yeah scene naked with fairies just with naked fairies with and happy mirth kind yeah, of thing plus and you have the the song only time will tell is awesome so yeah i 
I guess that's true though with uh with wizards it is just constantly throwing stuff at you you never get a moment to nope. catch a breath from its weirdness and we try if you miss a line you might be screwed story-wise like wait well, what well we even had <laughs> yeah. to rewind that when me and rodney saw the xana too saw the shaman subhuman oh, lady and you and like yeah. look down just like I was right at that moment we, yeah we're like oh she's cool and like, I you're like it. who what? Yeah. But with with fire and ice though, it's just so consistently awesome all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's totally much more consistent. Oh, yeah. of a film, I like, guess. Like wizards' weird like breaks for like the let's go talk to the priests in the church. That thing is like yeah. What, the, what is yeah, going like, on in this section? What's happening it, here? It's one of those like, weird I didn't like even know like I yeah, guess Akshi moments where he tries to put a weird like comedy beat yeah, in we there. Yeah, with the prisoners, but it's it was well, yeah, just that, like that and they killed Fritz. It's like yeah, those two are just like hell? yeah. Let's cut to these. They're not yeah. really important. But let's but, just have but them. Akshi does a lot of that in his stuff too, where you're yeah. like, okay, we're doing something super serious or dark, and then we're gonna cut to this brief like comedy thing for just a bit and then right back into the weird dark stuff again <laughs> yeah so you voted for wizards yes Paul. <sighs> i can go next okay you go <laughs> i'm worried that it will end up in a tie <laughs> yeah. okay. okay go ahead well, okay just don't go changing your votes guys i'm not <laughs> oh text holly a secret vote oh yeah but she has not seen fire and ice all the way through oh, mm-hmm. oh. that's unfortunate um, but yeah, I, pr- pretty obvious for me. I'm going to vote for Fire and Ice. Yeah. I couldn't see myself possibly voting against it, but I completely loved Wizards. Like, it, that movie just blows you away. Nonstop yeah. chaos. Uh, but the story is not nearly as cohesive as <laughs> uh, Fire and Ice. And I also have that extreme nostalgia for Fire and Ice. Um, yeah. You know, if I'm trying to compare characters as well, like I'm like, well, definitely Tigra. Like they're both super awesome female characters uh, that have a lot of like story intrigue uh, as well as sex appeal. I'm probably more attracted to Tigra personally. <laughs> she's like well, a human. She's yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Realistic <laughs> proportions. She's she's great. She's she's great in her animated form, in her uh, cover art form. Like just yeah. Just spot on hotness. Oh, she's Uh, cool. That is true. And then, of course, you've got Dark Wolf, which you just can't compare anything to. I know, he's so cool. (laughs) Every character should be like Dark Wolf, damn it. (laughs) They're just writing the movie like, what should we do at this part? What if we just have a Batman character come and rescue everyone? Yeah. Whenever there's trouble, Batman shows up. Uh, Wizards has a... Yeah, wouldn't it have been way cooler in, like, the, the Marvel's... Avengers Endgame movie if like everyone failed so Dark Wolf just showed up and like killed everyone <laughs> with his axe. He, he would yeah. be the person that could. The end. Uh, uh, Thanos takes down everyone then Dark Wolf comes through the portal and just like <laughs> swings the axe a couple times like alright let's do it. I mean they yeah. own the rights to Dark Wolf. Oh my gosh so weird. Dark Wolf spinoff <laughs> series. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what we need. Dark Wolf the show. Uh, but, you know, continuing to compare the two, like, Wizards has a ton of, you know, plot points that are just not followed through on. Yeah. And you want to know more, and there's so many of those. 
Uh, whereas Fire and Ice only has a handful, and I'm still just like so drawn to it. Like the uh, Red Witch Hut, like I want to know yeah, so I much more, know more about too. her. Like even as a child, I theorized like she must be, Juliana's. you know, Juliana's sister or something that's been estranged, like cast out of the kingdom, and that's why she was so angry when she found out that she, you know this woman's wanted by Necron. Like I was like six years old and like trying to make this <laughs> you're, work. You're putting the plot yeah, together. I, yeah. I was also bench. thinking like Juliana is gonna you know more is gonna be told about her right but not really uh, yeah and so like that's the main thing in fire and ice where i'm left wanting uh and, well and, and that in dark wolf like i want to know what's going on with this guy but at the same time like his well, mysteriousness is like such an intrigue in itself maybe yeah christopher nolan will do dark wolf begins <laughs> that'd Please be no. very cool <laughs> <laughs> very very cool realistic gritty take on dark wolf <laughs> Somebody should you, do a realistic. You can't get a grittier dark, dark, dark wolf. wolf. Like the man is just cutting people down left and right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. PG movie. Exactly. Yeah. PG movie. <laughs> Fun for the whole family. Yeah. Fire and ice. No question. Man. This is tricky for me because for me it's all everything else is pretty much exactly even. It comes down to one choice for me, which is which is the better end wizard duel? Oh. Dark, Dark Wolf overpowering Necron with muscle and Batman ness. The will of the bat. Exactly. Or the surprise ending that if you have not seen the wizard's ending, you're just like, what the hell is this? Yeah. But even if I've seen it a bunch of times, and every time I'm just like, this is the best wizard duel ending. Yeah. Oh, this one's so hard, but... Go with your gut. I think I'm actually going to throw it to Wizards, believe right. it or not. It's a hard, It's a hard one, but... Uh, yeah, it's just... <laughs> it's too... It's too fun of a world, and I just... I just like it. It's... And it is so, like, slapping you around with, like, violent image changes of, like, oh, happy forest, and then mm-hmm. you get to, like... Uh, Black Wolf's sanctum with a giant swastika on the ground. You're just like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. But yeah, that that end uh, wizard battle just... I just love it too much. I can't vote yeah. against... <laughs> it's a great moment in cinematic history. Exactly. It is. I, I feel like if I would have seen that in the theater, I would have been like, whoa, that was so yeah. cool. Oh, I, yeah, I would have been like, what? That was great. We were born too late. I feel like Bakshi has that reaction for people. It's like either you go, well, that was amazing, or well, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Oh, that was stupid. What a cop out. Because people do that with like Bakshi's Lord of the Rings all the time. It's like, this is the worst adaptation of a thing ever. Mm. And it's like, um, not really. (laughs) No, no. All right, Rodney. It's two, two to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna vote for Wizards because I don't want it to be a tie. And <laughs> I, I I think I just like the weird post-apocalyptic setting yeah, of Wizards the setting is so very much. Cool. I mean, the setting in like, both is cool, but yeah, I mean, if you're asking about the characters, like I I just love Dark Wolf and I love Tigra. I, I love all the characters in Fire and Ice. The soundtrack of Fire and Ice is so damn good, but. Wizards just has so much going for it where it's like, it's really crazy and you just want more of it somehow. Yeah. I oh, yeah. Know. 
I, I want more of both of these. I, mean, I saw a thing where Bakshi wanted to do Wizards 2 and 3. There's still a little bit of time left. Yeah. Somebody make it My time, happen. Time is passing. We got to get this locked down. Although, like we said, it's kind of scary thinking like it's the balls that being in Disney's court. It's like, ooh. Yeah. I don't know what they'll do. As long as it's not Disney themselves and they throw it to one of their 50,000 sub companies that they don't care about as long as they well, make them money. They, they could just give Bakshi a little bit of money. Look, he here's the yeah. need a big budget. Look, here's five million. Make something for Hulu. We don't give a shit about the rating. Nah, they're throwing money into Avatar instead, so. Yeah. The wrong Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> Damn you. Reggie Cameron, get on it. So. Reg? Reggie! Maybe Save Dark us so that... secret identity. He's really Reg Cameron. Oh, he really is Reggie, Reggie Cameron. <laughs> oh, that makes me want to vote for Fire and Ice now. So. Reggie Cameron you know, needs to save us late. from. Avatar to give us <laughs> the These true movies Avatar. are equally awesome, and it would be appropriate for it to end in a tie. Yeah, it would, but so, how would we actually settle that? Because the two films enter, one film leaves. Like, you could put Wizard a poll duel up, to the death. See who votes for what. I don't know. I know Holly has not seen Fire and Ice all the way through, but I'm pretty sure that's what she would vote for. Probably. But I, I just I like things about wizards. I don't know. It's weirder. Yeah. It's more quintessentially Bakshi. But I, yeah. I also typically like weird psychedelic things like this. So, like, notoriously, I think elves are kind of annoying in most other forms of oh, media. Yeah, like the perfect, like, yeah, yeah, they're, like, yeah, they're basically I. like demigods in mostly, especially. And it's one of the things I dislike with Tolkien elves is they're base. They basically are sub deities half yeah. the time. We're just tall, blonde-haired immortals Perfect. walking can, can around. Can walk on snow. Yeah. We won't sink into it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect in every way. And they just, <laughs> you know, they're just Matrix running on falling bricks and stuff. Like, yeah. God, that scene. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't like how elves are depicted in other things, and I think Wizards does exactly what I want with elves. So. Well, and it's a lot more reminiscent of, like, folklore elves yeah. where they're like oh yeah. they're like they're I, not like six four blonde people no, it's like no they're like short people keeblers exactly yeah. i just i just like more ancient make cookies stuff yeah and i i think it's cool that like fairies are a big part of wizards I oh yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah and like you said they're little bastards like in uh willow yeah exactly <laughs> annoying so, little pixies i think ultimately wizards wins but there is no losing when you watch both oh no these both of these are great <clears throat> like i just i want more like after watching mm -hmm. fire and ice i was like i want to watch you this could movie do the again. thing so if, awesome. if you know how to work technology create a poll to see who prefers what i can do that if yeah. you can you may as well just see see if we're right or wrong it could be fun yeah send just, out a an email to Ralph Bakshi, have him vote. <laughs> you never know, he might. Ralph, we reviewed your movies. What do you think? Which is your preferred one? Ralph, tell us. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I think because ultimately Wizards, you know, wins, but I think it maybe is more notorious. I think people kind of forget about Fire and Ice, which is disappointing because it's just so good. Yeah, yeah like, I agree. I'm the exact opposite, where I kind of forget about Wizards and reminisce about Fire and Ice yep, all the time. Yeah, Zana forgot the ending of Wizards. Yeah. So she Which got to was experience so it a second time. great, because I got yesterday. to watch Xana experience that. I mean, that's a common occurrence for me in movies, where I just kind of forget 
how things happen in it. And so it's like experiencing it all over again. Yeah. It's a good brain defect. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's no losing. Watch both of these movies back to back, back she to back she. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Bakshi to Bakshi, next time we're doing some more Bakshi. So it's, ah. it's even more Bakshi. Bakshi's Woo. back. All right. Bakshi's back. back. All right. <laughs> yeah. Guess who's back? Bakshi's back. Bakshi's back. <laughs> back again. again. <laughs> I don't know what Bakshi yeah. sounds like. <laughs> so I need to watch some interviews to get to the voice stage. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So go and listen to the audio commentary while watching these two movies again because he nice. does them. Okay. So. All right. Then. All right. So we, we don't, we, we need to do a thing. Mm hmm. Right. Oh, that, I oh think the Rumble so. recommends. Yeah, recommendations. Okay. Rental store recommendations. They go on the shelf by well, employees. Well, I got mine if I have one. no one else does. Oh, I'm ready. I go, right. Josh, you volunteer. So I actually, and this might shock and scare Rodney a little, it's actually a movie. Oh, no way. I know. I actually watched one for non-podcast <laughs> reasons. Recently? Uh, three days ago. Oh wow! Or I guess no, it was Saturday. Well, anyway, <laughs> but it's kind of a v- weird and obscure one on Netflix, but very indie. But it's called The House. Mm, okay, I've heard of that. It's kind of weird because I remember reading like a weird blurb about it on something. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is that one thing, and it's kind of weird because it's a three-part anthology movie all of them with like this house as the center okay but it's kind of weird because they're all the characters are like puppets okay but it's also weird because like in the very beginning like the first story is like these puppets telling this psychological horror story okay about basically uh this person giving people money to move into this house so that he can torture them and eventually, you know, well, I won't spoil the end because it's not what you would expect. Okay. But then it gets really like the torture next. Them and force them to watch fire and ice so that they feel well, better. That's, well, that's not mm-hmm. torture though. Yeah. That's, that's to make healing. them feel better afterwards. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> like the second story. And this is where it gets kind of funny. Cause it's like, it's this, rat that is fixing up the house but i think you would actually like it because a lot of these are dealing with very specific themes like the last one especially is a lot more thematic where a lot of it is dealing with uh death and getting past past traumas yeah that sounds pretty good i'm i'm trying not to laugh because it's like we were talking about torturing them and then making them feel better with fire and ice. <laughs> I was like, someone just told the guy, like, icy hot. Just do icy hot. <laughs> put, put some icy hot, hot on it. It'll hot. make you feel better. And then he thought they just meant the movie Fire and Ice. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's my recommendation if you want kind of a weird, surrealist thriller kind of thing. Sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm ready with mine. Okay. Uh, watching these Bakshi movies has me, you know, reminiscing about some of my favorites from my youth. So I'm going to recommend one that Fire and Ice reminds me of. And we're going to go with uh, Heavy Metal 2000. Nice. Yeah. Where you have, uh, you know, Julie, played by Julie Strain. Yeah. Uh, coming home to her 
to discover her land has been destroyed and all of her people captured to be killed and processed into immortal potions. Yeah. Uh, such chaos ensues and uh, violence... Uh, more so than we've experienced in these movies in some cases. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, another uh, strong female, you know, heroine that is just out for vengeance. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting movie. And like we said in the top 10 thing, I think people just kind of discredit the film because it's not like heavy metal. But... Yeah, because the first one's a anthology. An anthology film, yeah. yeah. Whereas this one's, oh, it's like just a story. Yeah, I mean, it, I was thrown off by it, but it's all watching it, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. It's all its own story, but it also kind of feels like it's kind of a sequel to one of the stories in Heavy Metal. Yeah, it certainly belongs in the same world. Yeah. yeah. Interestingly, I think that is, at least as far as my memory goes, I think that's the first actual adult animated movie I ever watched completely. Okay. Yeah. Another childhood favorite of mine. Well, <laughs> preteens. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to stick with the theme of uh, Bakshi Bonanza Month and go with uh, Dr. Seuss's The Butter Battle Book, <laughs> done by Ralph Bakshi. Yeah. It's the crazy uh, Dr. Seuss story of basically these two factions going to war, whether your bread sh or your toast should be butter side up or butter side down. Yeah. And they keep like creating war machines to fight with each other until it comes to basically, you know, like a nuclear standoff. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I guess it ends with I remember this. It says like the end, maybe at the end. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Like, Who knows what's going to happen? But yeah, apparently uh, Dr. Seuss decided like like this is like the most faithful adaptation of my work I've ever seen. And God he damn, that's he just got a, to see that before he died. So. That's just a weird pairing. I never would have thought Doctor yeah. Seuss and Ralph Bakshi. No, it's good. Had a collaboration. It's out there. It. Check it out. It's only twenty-ish minutes. Um, but yeah, it's a good adaptation. And I remember as a kid, it kind of like scared me too. I'm like, geez, this is crazy. These people are gonna like destroy each other over yeah. butter side up, butter side down. So yeah, there's my. Uh, bonus Bakshi recommendation sounds good so i'm putting a movie we're all doing some kind of film thing this time nice oh. nice mm -hmm. yeah i should have just recommended toast butter side up and you should have recommended it butter side down yeah if, if <laughs> and that will be world war three no yes, exactly so anyway no hey, but I two prefer, million years after that we get wizards so for the hats to be blue paul mm. <laughs> so Anyway, I'm going to recommend another weird, surreal, psychedelic fantasy film. Because that's also animated. So okay. That's, that's cool. So Rodney's recommends on on this uh, episode is 1973's Belladonna of Sadness by Eiichi Yamamoto, who is, uh, well, if you're familiar with Astro Boy, there you go. So mm, Okay, yeah. It's a it's a psychedelic uh, unrated film about a woman and a guy who ask the king to allow them to marry. And he's like, nah. And then he like rapes the girl and then chops the dude's hand off or something. And then oh. she uh, she's all upset and 
highly damaged and so to take her revenge she makes pact with this uh devil that's in the shape of penis to turn herself into a <laughs> witch creature where she uses her crazy you know powers of desire and o- overall extreme femininity to take over and sort of lesser lessen the power of said king because she's an awesome female and she hmm. won't let just a stupid thing stop her because she's awesome oh, <laughs> when was this me 1973 oh, yeah. it's a very highly feminine movie and it's pretty wild <laughs> but yeah I think, I think you've mentioned it to me before but i don't recall if i've seen it it's because now i can it's, watch it it's one of those movies where i'm just fairly obsessed with it because i saw this movie and i'm like oh this is dark it's kind of messed up and then at the end i'm like you know what this movie is so pro women. Like I can't not like it, especially from 1973 in Japan. It's just so yeah, yeah, so strange. And plus, it's you know got witches. So <laughs> I clearly like witches. That's true. Yeah, it's just such a damn fine film. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> We are, we're, I guess we're going to close this out now. Check out the recommendations. Yes, indeed. Check out both movies we talked about. Mm-hmm. And there's only time left to say... Uh, adios. Au revoir. Auf Wiedersehen. Contact us at rentalstorerumble at gmail.com for questions, comments, hanging out, or requests for an episode. You can find us on Facebook as rental.rumble, Twitter at rentalrumble, Instagram at rentalstorerumble, as well as on Slasher, and rentalstorerumble.blogspot.com. Check us out on all the podcast platforms as well as anchor.fm slash rental dash store dash rumble. Music by me and cover art by Gwyneth Anderson. Keep drinking that Tranya.